And we are live here with another edition of Real News Quarantine, episode 11, I believe now we're up to. We're up to a million cases worldwide, almost 65,000 deaths, and quarter of a million recovered. The pandemic is getting closer and closer to home, but there's a whole bunch of other crap going on since we're all stuck inside. We're going to talk about the Penn State CR elections, but first, I want to actually show you guys something I just found when I was sitting on the couch uh, watching Goldfinger. I was Googling some shit, and I posted in the host chat. You guys remember Lauren Southern, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, oh guess boy. what? She's not Lauren Southern anymore. She's Lauren Cherry. Oh, boy. That's that's an interesting one. I guess her days of, uh, of ghostwriting is probably going to be numbered at this point, unless <laughs> she married a fucking... She has like married. Interesting. She has found God uh, and everything. Everything's wonderful. And guess what? Scroll through the pictures on there. Get Go to the, I think it's the third one. She is fucking pregnant. Oh. And she already had the kid. Oh, I guess she's been really lying low. Yeah, she, he, yeah. he popped one in the oven and it came out warm real quick. She says, God is good. In the midst of a chaotic life, I rediscovered my faith in the most amazing way. She's, uh, did she censor the picture of her husband? Yeah, he's cropped out. She doesn't want him getting doxxed or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can check a marriage record, buddy. Oh, I mean, it's public public record, I'm pretty sure. And she fuzzied out his watch, it looked like, or something that was written on it. I don't know. Um, I found love with the best man I've ever met. Oh, I'm sure. You've, you've met a lot of men, so I, I bet you eventually found the best one. I found love again after meeting our son, the best thing I've ever made. Wait, 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 wait. I fell in love again after meeting our son? Did, 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 did she have the kid before they got married? <laughs> I don't know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What are, you know, I haven't heard anything from Milo in a while. I wonder if he has any takes on this. Yeah, I, he... I posted in his chat room. I'm going to see if he replies. If so, I'll keep you guys posted. But Because uh, I was chatting with him a little bit in there earlier. And I didn't know about this. This was from January. This is kind of old news, but I just found it. And I had heard rumors that she like knocked up like a security guard or something. I don't that know. That she knocked up a security card. How does that happen? <laughs> well, it, well, it turns. I guess when um when other people aren't available to write your shit, she's going for security guards. But Oof. you know, I I don't know if that's where this kid came from. But I, I'm just just going off what she said. I think Milo might start you know letting out a bit more. I'll, I'll keep posting see if he says anything. I wonder uh, if it was like the top subscriber on her like fucking premium Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they they get the uh, extra premium uh, package. What's that website that uh, H3H3's like girlfriend or whatever uses? Oh no, that was iDubs. Yeah, he was using or whatever. Um, fuck yeah, I forget what that was called. Was it fans only? Her fans her fans only account top <laughs> subscriber you get to marry her. Yes. Oh my god, dude, that would be that'd be some funny shit. I wonder if that's ever happened to someone on there. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. I mean, did you see he was getting into like a beef with a Paul Joseph Watts on Twitter? Yeah, I mean that that's fucking. Mm. He defends. He can't a really talk. 
Yeah, like when your fucking wife or you defend a, like a legitimate cuckold, like you lost all fucking respect. I know Paul just like railed him appropriately. Uh, what else is she saying? Of all the adventures I've been on over the years, I can truly say I've never done anything so wonderful as showing someone the world for the first time. His first sunset, his first song, his first smile. Aww. That's lovely. Let's see what else is she talking about here. Blah, blah, blah. I'm blessed not to have amazing women in my life to guide me through pregnancy, motherhood, and being a wife. Blah, blah, blah. Blessed to have my family. Blessed to have new friends and mentors. Yeah. You lost all your old friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Jesus. Well... I've greatly enjoyed my privacy. I simply want to share these moments with the world on my own terms. A friendly disclaimer to those of you who I've run into in person. I've been kind enough to keep my family private. Many thanks until they lovely say hello. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, no more. Uh, speaking of people getting married, did you hear what happened with uh, Caitlin Bennett? I already know she's married. Did she get divorced? No, no, I was going to say that. I don't know if you talked about that yet. Yeah, she got married, I think, a few years ago with some guy. Did she get? No, she was engaged. I think she got married not too long ago. Oh. I used to be friends with her on Facebook, and then it like, stuck me on, like, I'll show me shit from her, and I haven't deleted it because I still find it funny <laughs> looking at that. Well, what was it? Yeah, she yeah, she got married, not. I think it was a couple months ago. Caitlin oh. Bennett, I think. Yeah. Oh, There's Lauren with her baby. Yeah. I mean, I guess her days as a conservative, uh, you know, fucking ghostwriter, sexual ghostwriter, hopefully numbered at this point, but I'm not too fucking I wouldn't, I wouldn't, sure about that. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't think, uh, I, I, I've never I mean, seen... once you push a baby out of that, you know, I can't imagine that would be too too pleasant too much of a uh, you know carrot to go and get people to talk there's a lot of fake conservatives rolling around these days i was gonna say yeah i've known a few like this before and <laughs> we've no, they don't we stop plenty yeah yeah no our time at penn state has met us a few of them so she's still gonna probably be ghostwriting if she needs some money unless she married a guy with lots of money but even then uh i don't think her uh trad thought days are over just yet I, I i think she's still got plenty of time left for that Jeez, that's probably like one of the most like one of the most annoying things from like the past couple years is just this whole trad thought movement yeah it's like downright disrespectful to the actual people who take shit seriously Mm-hmm. absolutely speaking of oh not really speaking of um penn state students have started building the Penn State campus in Minecraft, so I'm checking out the server right now to see if I can find some of their work, but they've been working on the creamery in one of the dorms, so that's kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, that creamery's a good place. Yeah. Highly recommend it. I can revisit the Berkey Creamery, see little uh, Alex working there, and be like, hello. Yeah, it's been a while. But, yeah, that was a, that's an interesting place. Uh, there's so many interesting things at Penn State that, you know, I'll miss. And Me too. I was, I was happy I got to see it one last time with you before this all shit started. Yeah. yeah we ought to go, like, fucking, like, a year from now or something. Revisit. Yeah, just go back one day and just dick around State College. Well, for, you like, know, make... I might be going back for a, quite a bit of time to uh, complete our final mission, so... 
Maybe that will oh, be the yeah. time. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see is right. I'm not going to make promises yet. No, we'll be around. We'll be around. Yeah. We we kind of we don't quit. <laughs> no. We, we keep annoying we'll, people. Yeah, well, I mean, well, like, we we keep we keep saying this over and over again like the for for us for us this mess this is a passion this is not the like like look none of us major in political science none of us really desire a a, a career in politics you know this isn't this is not something that that we're looking to personally gain from this is a passion this is a passion for all of us. Like, so, so when I see somebody and when I see somebody who isn't genuine, who's using this thing for their own selfish shit. Okay. I'm going to call them out on it. I'm going to bust them out on it and I'm not going to stop. Well, it's funny. You mentioned that Phil, that segues perfectly into what we were going to talk about today, which is, mm-hmm. uh, amid all this quarantining and, hunkering down our homes well we've had time to do th- you know um some cuck slang as we say we've found um some more corruption crs at penn state of college republicans and we are trying to prevent a literal democrat that's republican in name only from winning the presidency of the college republicans i mean only college republicans have this fucking problem every year we're an anti-trump or an establishment fake republican uh, or even a full-blown democrat is running we no other club has this issue not i mean at least the democrats have people that are fucking like you know on their team on their side or believe in their shit somewhat you know these people we run into i mean it's always a better of two evils it's always one shitty one or one not so shitty one but this time we finally found somebody that might actually make the crs great again and we know the crs aren't going to let this happen easily yeah this is what happens this is what happens when you have uh, an an old boys network run and shop in your organization you know there's a there's a deep disconnect between them and all the conservatives that are at this place that are tr- that are looking for so looking for somewhere to kind of hang out at you know but they look at what's going on over here and they're like fuck no i'm i'll take my chances somewhere else or they'll or they'll do the or they'll do the local like they'll work in the local chapters or they'll you know they'll they'll find other ways um which you know I mean, it's good. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to work directly with the local, you know, you know, Republican chapters or whatever. But the fact that that they're going there instead of going to the CRs tells you all you need to know about how shitty of a job they're doing. Mm -hmm. Well, the problem is it doesn't happen enough too. like when I was at the college Republicans, you know, years ago. You know, it used to be it used to be something that was pretty popping and then I saw firsthand what happened when it fucking failed. Like the CR should facilitate people working with the Republicans locally, but right now if you're a conservative student, you probably don't even know where to go to. Now some of them might go to the local, you know, people, but a lot of them don't know where to even point. go to. 
Yeah. Yeah, they might go yeah. turning point, which is great, you know, but they're not at, they're about they're not allowed to go and like actually campaign for Republicans from what I understand. Like there's a lot of red tape that the college Republicans don't have because they're not the same sort of organization. And what I've tried to explain to people and this is sort of the reform platform that we need to run on here for uh, our candidate is the the college Republicans, like you said, are in a very unique position with a lot of potential. And they can bridge the on-campus to off-campus gap. They can be a bridge of people that they find on on campus to send to the campaign offices off campus. No other club can really do that. I mean, you can work through some loopholes and maneuver your way around the red tape of other clubs, but college Republicans are the only club on the right that can officially do that and it's their purpose to do that it is their mission it is their just fucking existence and they can't even do that i mean yeah i've heard so many stories of local campaign people reaching out to the college republicans this year and the college republicans ignoring them not answering not doing shit and this is why we lose elections guys get off your asses and get something done i mean i've been going on walks recently just because i'm fucking cooped up and i've been phone banking while i'm walking for trump i mean it's not hard people i mean i understand it can be boring and tedious and not fun but this is a historic election we are in the middle of a war a war with china a war of this pandemic and nobody, nobody is able to go anywhere, do anything right now. They're all stuck at home. You call them up, they're going to answer. They're going to be like, oh, somebody fine to talk to. So take advantage of it. The college Republicans are doing nothing, nothing. And like Phil was just saying, it's the old boys club. It's the establishment elites that run the show, and they want to get their friends in or give their friends favors. We don't get those favors. We don't cut those favors for our friends if it involves breaking rules or doing something unethical. We only give our friends favors when they fucking deserve it and when it's right and when it's ethical. I mean, yeah. it's such a disconnect. So, so and, and what you have when you have that fucking old boy, when you have that old boys network, you have a whole bunch of other people. You, you, they have their little click, and then outside of that click, there's a whole bunch of people that really don't respect them. So then, yeah. so so that opens the door. Guess what? That opens the door for a fucking rhino to come in and compete. Well, to be fair, um, some of those some of those old boys networks are fucking rhinos too. But anyway, um, but it, like an actual, so that opens the door for somebody like in the Penn State, uh, in those Penn State college Republicans, somebody who actually worked for the for the democrats right for the pennsylvania democrats to actually um you know come in and try to take the presidency of the college republicans yeah no that's that's absolutely true and that's a real shame with what i've been seeing going down like it's just been a slow and, sl and steady decline of like pretty much everything with that club like when i first started with the college republicans at university park 2015 2016 it wasn't so bad but i could see you know the writing on the wall with what was happening like there was a lot of stuff going on with the executive board that wasn't made public and then you know 2017 2018 that pivotal year that's when everything kind of got out in the open and people saw mm -hmm. for the first time the rot underneath the fucking moldy wall that is the college republicans 
And I think what we need to go and do is, you know, we just need someone who can get back to the basics. We don't need all these like 101 different things to do, like for parties and shit. You know, Thon's great, and I think it should still be a part of the College Republicans, but it should not be, like, the main fucking point people go to College Republicans, because there's, like, what, like, 80 fucking Thon clubs out at Penn State? Right. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's not its mission. Yeah. We need to go and just get back to fucking basics, get back to our mission statement, because they've let a lot of things go. Like, they've gotten rid of, uh, I think, Truth Week. Do they still even do Truth Week? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they don't do Truth Week. They don't do the Great Debate. They they literally dropped the ball on just about everything except for like the, some of the Thon stuff and which know, is really made... like let's be honest the pe- a lot of the people involved with Thon are good people but a lot there's also a lot of people involved with Thon they're just doing it because it's trendy because it looks good on a resume they're not really doing it to help the kids as they say well there's like and and that, well. You know, even before, don't you have to say that? You know, there's a hunt, there's like over 80 clubs, at least last I checked, it could be different now. That sole purpose is just for Thon. You know, if Penn State CRs want to go and have an official Thon org with them, you know, they can go ahead. But just the amount of effort is through the roof, and they don't even have their own parties anymore. It's all with the college Democrats. When I went there, we had our own fucking parties. And, you know, even then for the parties, like they weren't. Like, they were pretty big when I was around. I probably would have had them less of a big deal. But, you know, they they had the parties, but they also worked hard and they played hard. That was that was almost their, like, their motto over there. But they actually did work. Now it's just play hard and play harder. Like, they literally don't do anything. Well, they don't even play much anymore. They just sort of show up to meetings. We discuss a few things and that's it. And there were so many promises made that were never kept. And look, I understand the coronavirus screwed everything up. I get that. But they made some promises long ago that weren't fulfilled. With Turning Point, I made some big promises. I said, we're going to do a speaking event per semester. Well, we did one. We didn't do the second one because of the fucking pandemic. But I said we'd set up uh, committees. We did committees. I said we'd do free speech balls. We did free speech balls. I said we'd do change my mind. We did change my mind. I said we'd do um, a charity event. We did a charity event. We checked off a lot of boxes and made progress. And the college yeah. Republicans have not evolved. I They dropped the ball. They dropped the ball on the very first talking point. One of the very first talking points they had in election time last year was they were going to give receipts to everybody that paid dues, right? That was the very first. That meant they had to make a talking point to cover up a fuck up that they did the year, the year before, right? The whole that that the very first talking point. So you know when that happens, you know you're off to a bad fucking start. You yeah, already how, know. How hard is it to make a fucking receipt too? Like you know, exactly. it can't be that hard. Send a fucking email. Send a fucking email it's, to somebody. Everything's done electronic. Everything's done on computer and shit. Like you can take pic, you can take pictures on your phone or on the computer. There's so many ways to do it, and you don't fucking do it. The very thing you fucked up on the very first thing you said you were going to do like that's that that sets you on a bad precedent for literally everything else. Well, here's the problem. Like what you mentioned with that old old boys club. So they're all friends with the same fucking people who were right. all ex fucking E board slash fucking presidents and all these ex presidents. They left in fucking disgrace. 
Yeah. Like there may have been like one the last four years or two in the yeah. last four years that didn't leave in fucking disgrace, but they're not the ones they're talking to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, that's pretty sad. Like, why are they getting advice from people that are, you know, terrible, like that have a legacy of filth and corruption and, you know, dishonesty that that's not the college Republicans that I remember joining, you know, like, and if they want to get people to donate to the college Republicans, like especially alumni, which, you know, I've never received a fucking donation application or anything. I fucking wouldn't right now, but if we actually had someone who gave a shit, you know, I'd be, I'd consider that. But what I've seen so far is just junk. The only times they ever sent anything else for fucking Thon asking for money, not even for their own fucking coffers, which obviously they need from what I understand. Cause you know, they're being very shady with some of their, you know, reimbursements. And there's one, okay. So, the, so there's one president that I have, I take, I take a big fucking offense to, right? There's one, a third, third generation Penn Stater. Uh, oh, I don't give a fuck if you're third were, See, yeah, that, that means, so, so to me, all I see when I see third generation Penn Stater, I see, I see mommy and daddy took care of my fucking way to get into a college. You got easy pass. That's, yeah, you got a you got an easy pass, right? Which yeah, pisses remember... me off. You know how like 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 and 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 Alex, look, look, look how hard we had to work to fucking get there, right? Yeah, we, we didn't come from we didn't come from fucking great upbringings, like great financial upbringings and shit, right? I had to fucking join the military right out of high school because I I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna be able to to get there otherwise, right? I had to work. I had to work just to even show up right and uh, yeah and and so i see that and then i see and then i see her working at town hall which is another fucking news organization i have a big fucking problem with too but that's <laughs> oh, a yeah. different no, that's I a know. different different story for a different day but oh, this uh, person is a fucking public figure at this point yeah you know yeah yeah i don't yeah. Uh, I'm not, yeah, I don't care. I I don't care anyway. She, but, she's uh, a, like anyone who's technically a Penn State College Republican, their name's fucking I won't say her name. Look, I won't say her name, but anybody that listens to this program can, can you know, they can do their research. They, it's, I'm going to make it real easy, okay? Um, anyway. A president with a similar well, this name. Was so, this is someone who disgraces their fucking namesake. Yeah. 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 So, no, that's, I'll leave it there. So, that, so... She stuck her brown nose in the fucking, uh, in in the business again, right? She got she reached out to other people again, and I'm like to to help out again, help out one of her crony friends, mm -hmm. right? One of her old ass crony friends, and so now I'm pissed. I'm fucking pissed. Well, right? guess who she's also best friends with? It's another fucking ex president who, you know, may or may not have been registered as a Democrat. You know, it, this is fucking rot, and it leads from yeah. one generation to the other. And, like, yep. there was maybe one guy who I know who, you know, he, I, mean, I don't know how he was as a president because this was after my time, but I don't think he was in the fucking network that these people are in. Yeah. So now, whenever she talks about being a conservative woman, I'm going to run her out. Whenever she talks about veterans, I'm going to run her out. Her treatment of with her treatment mm -hmm. of veterans while she was here, combat veterans. She she's dicked over at least two combat veterans while she was here, right? Anytime she mentions anything about uh, veterans, I'm a buster out on it. I don't care. I don't care. 
You want to you want to stick your nose where it doesn't belong? I'm I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah, go and sting that shit like a fucking hornet. I don't care. I'm I'm done. I'm done with this shit. Okay. Yeah, you know you know the funny thing was when I was a fucking freshman. I was like out there, like we had, uh, we'd go and give, I think we had an event going on. I'd go and give out like little like notifications for that. And she, I was like out there busting my ass for like two hours. She was sitting on her fucking phone on her ass (laughs) texting the whole time. And she got, she got credit for CPAC for fucking five hours when all she was doing was talking to her fucking buddies. Wow. And that showed me what sort of leadership she had right fucking there. Dude, I had some more experience when I was, uh, when Sean Spicer came for the last great debate, uh, she was uh, tabling for it, and I had to table too to meet Sean Spicer. And so I went to the table, and she was there, and I kind of sat there kind of awkwardly because like, there was nobody to talk to because I didn't like any of these people. I'll, I'll be honest, I was just there so I could get in with Spicer. Uh, and there was nobody, you know, it was a weird vibe. You could it didn't feel welcoming. And she was there and she was either on her phone or talking to her friends uh the whole time. And then at one point she told me I could leave. She was like, Oh, it's okay, Sean. Like, you can go. You know, if it's fine, I'll put you down, which I was so suspicious of. But she gave me such a condescending tone to the whole thing, as if like Oh, you know, you're you're not welcome here. You're you're not cool enough for my circles. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, any, like can you have some decency? I mean, can you yeah, just not be like so? Mm. The college Republicans—they kind of remind me of like the CPAC people. You know, they're so yeah. fucking hoity-toity and all up in their own <laughs> fucking ass. Like, their their nose are pointed up towards the sky so they could smell like fucking God's farts or something. Yeah. Like these people are so full of shit and if you don't like fall right in line with their fucking bullshit you know they'll go they'll go get you they'll go and screw you over they'll treat you like shit like you know these are the sort of republicans that you know they need to fucking get out they're like the romney lovers Mm -hmm. like i remember i was like even talking about like romney one time and like a certain ex-president started like bitching at me about really yeah and he was like oh because i was you know i was I was saying, I don't think a lot of people are going to vote for him because he's Mormon. And, you know, this tax president who, by the way, whose lifestyle I'm pretty sure Romney would not approve of. <laughs> he just like him and his friend who got kicked out of the college Republicans for like he used to be a uh, I forget what he was. It was like chief of staff or something. But he got kicked out for plagiarism oh in the summer. God. Yeah, like they start just giving me so much shit. Like these people, you know, and, like you just couldn't see that plagiarism. Like they don't hire the best people. You know, to actually wreck. So I've done them. Like I would, yeah, one, I want to fucking plagiarize shit. You know, and he was it was so blatant too. Like he literally copied like five different articles. Wasn't well, like Buzzfeed but, articles too? Yeah, but the one thing I do can to that guy though is he did not want Reagan in either, and we both worked our asses off to keep her out that fucking year. So I'll I'll give him a little bit of credit for that, but you know, not for that article we written, which was like plagiarized from like five different sources in this like chimera of shit. And that just represents the depravity college republicans are and you can google this shit like this shit's out there it's not going away these people have built up bad reputations yeah no i mean i hope i mean what some of them are in politics some of them you know they're reporters like i don't see how you know you can get into politics with like as republican when you have this sort of track record over here like of actively attacking other republicans of just basically 
being a being a jerk to people. Yeah. Like not not being nice people to go and talk to. Like you I know, went I went so I went and I uh, talked to uh, I I I went and tried to message. Well, I did message uh, uh, the president, right? Because because one of the one of the uh, uh, cause there was an issue, I guess there was an issue where they were trying to manipulate do money again, <laughs> again, second year straight. Right. Right. I mean, and does strike like, twice. And, and I was like, literally, I was like, I was like, really, you're going to do this shit after last year. You're really going to pull off this same shit over and over again. And he tried to tell me that, that it wasn't that big of a deal. And I was like, look, even it, let's just say, let's just say you were right it's the fucking appearance of it all right yeah the appearance of it all makes makes it bad and then and then you know what he says after that he goes after a fucking tweet i made right he's like that's a new i saw what the tweet you made yesterday that was immature dude i'm like yeah, really that's your go-to move that that's your go-to move instead of going oh my bad here or something like that or trying to reassure no he goes after he goes after a fucking tweet that i made like that that had nothing to do with his ass, right? I'm like, he's like, and I'm like, you know, you know, when you're when your first go-to move is attacking other people's is attacking other people instead of cleaning up your own fucking house, you're kind of a piece of shit. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When yeah, that's your first go-to move. Yeah, yeah, these people, they're just so corrupt. Like, you know, you think fucking Hillary Clinton's corrupt. You, you have to go and see the fucking college Republicans over here. <laughs> like, they're probably up in there with her. I'm like, I'm they surprised if they were smart enough to have their own you know fucking how... email server with classified shit. You know, they, they it would be fucking worse. So they would have gave and, it to fucking China. And he's out of touch. And again, he's out of touch. You know, you like hell. Yeah, like, look, my 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 Twitter feed is immature. No shit. Okay. You know what we do? We fucking we 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 talk on this podcast and we bullshit for fucking two plus hours. I mean, we we have good shit, but yeah, I I fucking we are proud. I don't immature. like. I don't care. I I say dirty jokes and we do do stupid shit. Like literally, most of my Twitter feed is in jest. Most of my Twitter feed is in jest. Like, this is what I'm telling you. There's a huge, di like, you're going to attack a, a joker on immature tweets. Like, really? That's like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? This is, this is a, this is a sample of the out of touch shit that, that, the, that these people are like, it's just, there's a, there's, there's the old boys network. And, and unfortunately I got to say this dude is, he is a member of the old boys network. And I'm like, between that and all the other conservatives, because you, because look, we're we're a college in Central Pennsylvania. There are a lot of conservatives here, right? There's a lot of conservatives in Central Pennsylvania. There's a lot of people that want to be a part of this thing, but they look at what's going on here, they hear the rumblings of what's going on, and they want nothing to fucking do with this place, right? They want nothing to do with it, and that's on them. We well, yeah, had the local GOP is ashamed of this shit too. Like they've yeah. even reached out, and they've been like snubbed away by these yeah. bullshit actors and whatnot. You know, all we hear, yeah, all we hear are from people from local. You know, the the local Republicans, the Trump team, uh, all these. They're like, they're like, they can't believe it. They can't believe what's going on. They're like, nope, we, uh, we're, we're I mean. 
they'll probably succeed. That's that's also this the difference between a having 60% followers and 100% followers, you know? The 60% followers are the people that do just enough just to get by, right? Just to get by. And then I like the 100%, you want 100, like when you when you work in politics or you, when you work in any organization, you want your followers to be 100% followers, but you have to be 100% for them, right? You can't just show up whatever the fuck you want to. You can't be a 60% leader and then demand 100% followers. It doesn't fucking work that way. Yeah, and after all the stuff that the one, uh, you know, the one college Republican president, ex-president, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to think of a code name. Why don't we call that person Nixon? Big bad wolf. No, I was talking about the one, Nixon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We could use I think Nixon. that one will work. We'll use Nixon. We'll use um, Woody. Woody. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, that like after all the stuff that fucking you know, like Nixon, Woody dropped. You would think that they would be able to go and they won't have that much stuff to actually worry about because all these fucking events were pretty much gone to shit anyway. So they could just cancel them. But no, they still can't fucking do the little ones they have remaining. Like, it's just such a shit show, and it gets worse every year, and this is the one year that we need them to be good, and that's why we need to have a fucking clean sweep of all the people who are involved in this just taken out, and they need to be named and shamed, like the people, like, mm-hmm. you know, the CRs need to do, it's not us, mm-hmm. but, well, like, that's what they should fucking do. I think we're gonna get, if, if we're successful in our operation, we will get out of the one, two, three, four, five, of the five board positions, we will get three, probably three good people in. There is one person in particular that I know is very much a rookie in this new network, this, uh, or sorry, in the old network, in the uh, establishment click. And this person I know will be a problem but I don't think they'll be as big as a problem as some as some of these other people have been. But the behavior I've seen of this person is really concerning, really manipulative, and kind of really really makes me actually uncomfortable as um, as I see more stuff come out. I have to be kind of vague about it. But it's, well, if you have enough good people in there, then the good people will drive out the fucking shitty people. That's my hope, and that's if why. If you have enough yeah. of that. Make them feel fucking uncomfortable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why, as long as, again, this is something I've learned. If anybody's trying to do this at their other local Republican clubs or whatever to try and oust the cucks, you need to get in a pro-Trump, anti-establishment president or leader in there. If you get the leadership and they have some allies in their board, and if the membership likes them, you can purge the cucks but you need that coalition you need a coalition um Mm -hmm. with a leader if you're not in the leadership position you're you're screwed the only thing you can do is try to get rid of that but if you don't get rid of that you are stuck with what you have that's what i've learned because these people have the power and when they have the power you can't do anything you can't change anything you you're stuck so as long as you get the leadership position that's when you can really clean. You can start cleaning house, because yeah, you can especially imp- if you get enough of them, you could always impeach them later if they exactly. end up like doing something really fucking shady. Exactly, you can impeach. You can do a bunch of things to get them out. So, I mean, it's 
it'll be interesting to see how this goes. We'll give people updates, but it's ongoing. There's some potential. Because a lot of the members, I mean, they do vary. There's a good chunk of members that are cucky. But there are plenty of members that are just like us. They're pro-Trump Republicans that are upset with this stuff too. And you'd even be surprised at some of the less uh, pro-Trump people will actually start getting a bit turn more to your side because they realize how bad this is and we've been fighting this for four years now mm-hmm. to arguably longer with um since you were here before us alex we've been fighting this a long fucking time and we have made progress and you know by finding out some stuff that we didn't know before we exposed some people but we're making progress this is our final swoop. This is our last chance to reclaim it when it matters in an election year. Because this is a movement that needs to continue. If it doesn't continue, the old continues. Yeah, let's just remember, like, last time this happened, Center County, like, wasn't lost by that many votes. Like, it could we have been swamped. Yep. Like, it was pretty close. And if we had the CRs on board with us, you know, maybe it could have changed something. Yep. You don't want to be too optimistic, but, I mean, we were... You know, especially because we had to go and make a new club at that point. And, you know, there was a lot of shady stuff done from within that club as well. You know, if we had both fucking houses in order, I'm sure we could have fucking swung it. Mm-hmm. But because the cause Republicans, you know, we were infighting more than we were fucking fighting the people that actually mattered. You know, that's a sad thing. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, but unfortunately, this is what this is what happens when you have when you have a group of people that are in charge that are completely like they're they're in this for the, they're in this for themselves right there's no there's no other way to really say it okay they're they were in this shit for themselves uh they wanted their title and they wanted it at the easiest fucking road possible and because of that the the participation was re- was super low and you know and the the Democrats took the ball and ran with it. We didn't. We didn't make the the. I, I shouldn't even say we because I wasn't really a part of it. But like, but the 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 college Republicans did not make it hard for the Democrats. They made it really easy for the Democrats to come in and take those seats away. And like, this happened under their watch. This is this looks bad. There's no other way. Like like and. I mean, there's so many things that made them look bad, and you would think that like they would either they would either change or they'd be like, oh, I, this isn't my thing. Maybe I maybe I should do something else or whatever, or like. But but this is this is what we have. We got some shady, shady, shady fucking people running, and it feels like to me that the because like you said, their hearts aren't in it. They feel like children. They feel like they're playing with their toys when they need to pick up their weapons and actually go to war, actually start winning, start doing something effective. I mean, they have so much potential, but they're here playing little games with the college Democrats. Like, oh, yeah, let's do a little friendly little, um, you know, debate where we don't talk about the issues that matter. Yeah, let's talk about the environment. You know, let's do that. It's like, come on, guys, grow up, get a spine, and, like, let's get to it let's actually get something done 
That's yeah, been get my... fucking speakers here. Get people to register for Republicans. You know, actually do phone banking. They used to. Do, they used to be big on phone banking when I was there. They did it they still once do that. this year. Once they only sure, tabled they used... a handful of times. And that's fucking sad. Like that's really sad too. When like Turning Point can like outshine the Republicans pretty much everywhere else. Because you know, Penn State College Republicans have been there since like the forties. Yeah, the Rick Santorum started them. Uh there's. There's or some, did some, he, or he was a president. He at least. claimed he claims to have started it. Okay. And this and this boils down to the leadership as well. Like if somebody like 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 if I if I'm gonna volunteer my time, am I and I look at and I look how shifty the leadership is, right? Am I gonna want to volunteer for that piece of shit? No, no. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna, um. Where whereas indifferent, if I see somebody and they're working hard. And they're making this effort and they're and they're doing everything they can to help everybody else out. Right. And to make their jobs easier. I'm going to want to volunteer for that person. Right. I see nothing. I see nothing now. And I really haven't seen much in the couple of years that I've been around. And we could go back to even when, you know, with Alex, right? As far as Alex goes, like there's not, there's not much to like go, oh, wow. Because ultimately, you're, look, you're asking somebody to give their free time to you, right? right. You're asking them. Like that's a, like, like there's so much shit that they could be doing other than volunteering for you, right? For you. They could be they could be going to parties. They could be studying. They could be going out to, you know, going out to other places. They could be shopping. They Getting could be, laid. Like, like there's there's a get laid. There'd be a whole lot of things that they could be like. So if I'm going to volunteer to help you out, you need to be somebody worth volunteering for. Like you look at look and, and look at look at look at Trump, right? You look at Trump. Look no further than the commander in chief. And yes, uh, and fuck you, never Trumpers. He is the president of the United States. You live in the United States, therefore he is your president. Okay. Anyway, I know I was digressing. Anyway, look at look at this, right? This is somebody who came in with came in with a plan, worked tirelessly hard at that plan, and then got shit done, right? That is somebody that I'm willing to volunteer for, right? That's somebody that commands, that demands respect, that works hard, and he gets respect because of those things. It's not, and, and that's the, it's someone like that you need to like model yourself off of. If you really want people to follow you you need to make yourself worth following well i was actually thinking that made me think of something that happened today that's it's small it's personal and i'm not trying to toot my own horn here but when i woke up today i was catching up on all the uh, uh the operation chatter and i saw a bunch of people they were like oh let's um because we were gonna do something and you know everybody was talking they were like, oh, you know, Sean's got to read over this first. Like, let's wait till Sean wakes up and see what he thinks. I, my first reaction, I'm not going to lie, was like, why do they care what I think? I mean, I, I'm just one guy, like, with my opinion. Like, what, what does it matter? You guys are smart. You can do what you want. But then I realized, because of what I've done for Turning Point, people respect me. And 
you know, I, I mean, that, that's nice. I mean, it's honestly nice uh, of people to give you that respect. If you know, it feels like you've done something right for once. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And, and, and yeah, great. that's another thing. And another thing that look, they, these people can look at the, the school, right? They can look the who's in the school, right? They can look at you. They, you you work hard. You, 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 you do what you say and say what you do. Right. And so people are willing to work for you. People are work, willing to take risks for you. Like this is one of those things like I'll, I'll like people are willing to trust you with their money. People are willing to do so many other things for you. And then you look at the other side, it's like you, you got nothing but shady shit going on. Am I going to trust them with my money? No, no. Am I going to trust them with my free time? No. Am I going to trust them really with anything beyond that? No. Yeah. They're untrustworthy people, honestly. And it's, sad it's devolved to that level and it just keeps getting worse almost every fucking year like because my first my first year wasn't that bad but you know once you know mr woody came into fucking office that's when things started to look really bad but they still had the the events that you know the traditions but then once nixon came around you know that person had very terrible fucking you know I guess just personal issues or something, or she didn't, or he or she didn't know how to mm -hmm. deal with their time, and it ended up becoming a fucking problem. And like, the joke and, is they and, have and no traditions now. Well, yeah, they they let them all go to waste, like mm -hmm. fucking Truth Week gone. I'm surprised they even did Election Week anymore. You know, they had like the Great Debate that used to gone. be like huge. Yeah. You know, they you didn't always have like the most best people ever there but you know they had someone interesting like my year they had carl rove which i don't really even care about but still did they have name. sean spicer the one year when you were there yeah and that was cool that was the only good things the crs have done since my time here is hosted sean spicer and kick off a particular person on their board oh fucking a oh my god guys look at the stream right now go, go yeah let me paste the link I'm in the Penn State oh. server, and somebody did something naughty. All right, let me go and take a look. Yeah. Do you post in the host chat? Yeah, I'm going to or... do it right now. <laughs> uh, somebody's been busy here. I think I finally found the Penn State campus here, but I, I think I found something else on my way in. Oh, hold on, let's pull it up. But da -da -da -da, it's loading. Loader up. Oh, I did I'm not looking. see that coming. Oh, I see what oh. they did. <laughs> I wonder if a certain Moose Club had any. This is, uh, I, I, I condemn this. This is uh, anti-Semitic hate speech right here. You better turn that off before we get fucking demon <laughs> like kicked off of YouTube. I'm running away yeah. from it as fast as I can destroy it <laughs> oh if we destroy it we will we will gain so many subscribers oh my god yeah. youtube will do it monetize do us. it all right guys here we go do it we're gonna tear down hate no tear Trump, down the no wall. kkk no fascist yeah, USA. Go, go and take tear that down and like put trump up there yes 
Oh, oh my god, you should go make a book. What is it? What's it made of? Is that is that uh is that trees or leaves or something? No, it's, it's made uh... of um uh a kit Asian plank, I think it said. I saw. There you go. We can break it. Break that shit. Oh yeah, let's smash hate. Wait, Sean. <laughs> what you should gotta do is you should like, you should get a book in there and then write down all the dirty stuff that happened with the CRs. <laughs> Turn and it into just, a like, cross. Yes. That's what I'm doing on my Turn like hide those around campus. And put like the CRs uh, black. It's a manifesto. Black box or whatever the red yeah. list of. The little red book of the CRs or little black book of the CRs corruption yes and yes make a fucking dead drop phil i was thinking the exact same idea making it across there you go <laughs> we are a christian they're gonna light that on fire too <laughs> wait wait oh yeah, you probably could have just saved that yeah cross out of that but that's okay it's all good yeah it's it's complicated guys we're dealing with a um complicated symbol are you trying to are you trying to build a ladder to to take down the top just build a fucking wall yeah <laughs> yeah i need i need i need some uh, i need like a little uh step stool here all right yeah yeah come on come on dirt yeah man, it's just it's just so frustrating like it just happens like every year i think this year we might be able to stop it because it seems like there's a pretty broad coalition like last year, I thought you know you guys almost did something, but yeah, but a particular group fucked it up. And you guys aren't involved with that this year, to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. So that should hopefully. Well, I was just thinking. We'll just build it out of the sand blocks, and then the sand blocks. They f can I collect sand? Yeah, you can collect yeah, sand. That's true. Absolutely. That's right. You I, have I, to make glass somehow, right? Yeah, that's true. I just forget like the sand is kind of fussy in this game, but I'm close to the campus now. So right after this, we'll go to the campus. But um, what I was saying was that I think Sam, blah, 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 our candidates platform can now be one of not just reform, but unity. You know, he can rise above all this corruption and say, hey, look, I'm going to bring about unity. No more of the no more corruption, no more cuckiness. It's all about unity now. Mm hmm. You know, I tell them that, you know, if, if there's some people that really fucking hate Trump, you know, they can go and, like, just have them fucking volunteer for local people then. Yeah. That's what I go and do. Don't yeah. just go and cast them the fuck aside because they don't like but one candidate. This isn't the place for you. Yeah, well, I'd just have them campaign for local. But I wouldn't make that your campaign. I'd say, hey, we're supporting Trump. If you don't like it, you know, you can go to another club. But, you know, you, you can still fucking campaign for local. At least from that option, so you don't turn away, you know, people that potential votes. Yeah, because you know the this the the national election is important, but the state election is also important because it's, you know, you guys almost won center county last time. Yeah, but that didn't happen. But if you can get all those people and see if you can get them to bring like one person to this, and there you go. Really fucking change it. All right, we're talking now. We're talking, baby. We got to cross up. Look at that. We smashed. Make sure hate. they can't light that on fire. I hope they don't. It's well, made. Can it's, they set glass on fire? It's made of wood. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, we're you might have a problem fucked. with that. Nope. Don't touch we're... it, guys. Just leave it there. Be good. Be good. 
All well, right. No, you left it. No, hey, you left it in a better place than you got it. <laughs> that mission we accomplished. Should, you should figure out a way to make a fucking American flag. Yes. But then they'd probably do something to it, Yo, too. Yo, is that a portal I to mean, the it... Netherlands? Oh, my God. To the Netherlands? Yeah, whatever the mm -hmm. fuck it's called. It is. It's not where the guy... It's not like where Notch is from. Oh, fuck. Yeah, what, what is it called, Phil? It's not Netherlands. Um... The Nether. The nether, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Where is that fucking campus? I saw it and then I died, yeah. of course. Do, 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 do. You have nothing. You you will die. If you go to the nether world, you will fucking die. Well, no, this is creative mode, right? Um, I'm, No, this is survival mode, actually, in this server. What? How many modes are there in this game? There's just the two? Yeah. I think so. I think there's... Yeah. Okay, I see a hill. Is that... Fuck, where is this campus? I'm so lost. I literally titled this like Building Penn State Campus in Minecraft. I'm like, oh, that's a good title. People will click for that. If only I could find it. I think it's this way, though. When I find out, I'll let you guys know. You'll want to see it. I've seen a glimpse of it. It looks pretty cool already. Yeah, but uh, what was I going to say? I heard someone's like making like the whole world like in Minecraft or something. Um, I mean, isn't that what we've already been doing? <laughs> well, now, like, someone actually, like, a like a full-scale fucking model of the planet. Dude, that'd be really cool. I bet somebody is. Like, I... they're using, like, Google Maps or something to help make it, or Google Earth. Mm -hmm. I mean... That'd be, that'd be an interesting concept. So this is where the simulation theory has its, um... Uh, I, you know, uh... J uh backing or from is that people think... Well, if we can create simulations, then maybe we're in one because somebody else might have been able to. Yeah, that I don't think Minecraft is a little bit too low graphics, but you know it is. But you know, graphics overall are getting better. Wait, what the fuck is this? Not Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft is always gonna look like Minecraft. Okay, I see some light. <gasps> Is that it? No way. That might be it. I'm. I think I might. Mm. So let's see. Let's get a little closer before I get all excited. Looking for Penn State. Okay, that that building. What is that building? It looks like something. Oh, it looks like a farm. Why do I have a chain on me? Like a chain ball on my fucking prisoner? Oh, this is like a little entryway. There's uh -huh. a little... Okay, let's see. Oh, there's one of those iron dudes. Iron right. golems? Yeah. He's defending somebody that's just sleeping. Oh, no, it's just a village. Okay. Well, we can sleep here. Oh shit! I have finally beat that fucking Breath of the Wild game. Oh, cool! Did you enjoy it? That's... Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was a good game, but it's like it's one of those weird ones where you can technically beat the fucking final boss like right after you leave the main level, oh, really? like the tutorial, like the tutorial level. Like if you really wanted to, you could, but it's probably not recommended. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I just feel like. It's such a pit. Like it's, it could use a little bit more structure in it. Oh, it's too unstructured. 
Yeah, like you can like you literally just go off doing whatever shit you want. Like you can get the like four fucking whatever like the robot beast things and they help you with the final boss because if you don't have those the final boss is like full health and you know with all those guys helping you he has like half health so like it it really does help and if you have like the master sword you know it makes the final boss way easier Mm -hmm. like well it's a good weapon like it's it does a lot of damage for being a single single bladed weapon but like it's just fucking weird you know it's just doesn't feel quite like what legend of zelda game should feel like you know it's kind of um my bad tour just fucking started oh my god yeah you didn't you didn't sleep anywhere so there's no respawn point set (laughs) yeah see how i learned this game it's through error lots of error okay i was going this way God, it's so hard to find. Yeah, that's why the one thing I don't like about Minecraft is you get lost so fucking easily. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's why you make a map. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything. You mine, mine for, uh... You gotta develop your shit until you get a, a iron, some iron picks, and then you gotta mine for some good shit. This is literally, I'm literally gonna find the campus like at the end of the stream. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I should make the campus a little bit closer to the spawn point. Well, or I is sh- it like my spawn point there worth- changed? That's the problem. Yeah. Well, he never he never created a spawn point. Well, I thought it like spawns you in the same like place every time you die until you change it. Yeah. Or is that different? Well, it is, but he never created one after that so it's all the way at the the very 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 beginning this isn't the beginning though like the beginning is right where the campus is and Mm -hmm. i think i slept in that place before and so it made that my new spawn point and so i don't know where the fuck i am oh no Um, maybe somebody in their discord let me look at their discord might somebody in there now that can be helpful. I was thinking of getting one of them on the show here, like while we're looking at this shit. Yeah, it's pretty funny. You've mentioned that like Penn Staters don't like using Discord, but they still use the Discord to do that. Well, see, that's the people that the gamer types or the people that know Discord are in that, but most, I mean, I think Discord's more popular than people realize, but it's not popular enough. That's frustrating because GroupMe is such an awful platform. Thankfully, I was able to convert some more people onto Discord with the operation we've been doing. So we're on a better platform for that. I was like, no questions asked. I'm like, no, you guys are coming on Discord if you like it or not. Yeah, I mean, it's not that hard, especially since everyone's working from home anyways. Mm-hmm. Or going to school from home, which, how's that been treating you? I'm getting sick of it. Yeah, I yeah. feel you. I think everybody's getting starting to get a little stir crazy. It's just, yeah. you know, and then the worst part is these next two, three weeks are going to be the worst. This is going to be the peak. Lots of deaths, lots of fear. Like, I'm going to be kind of afraid to go out. Yeah, yeah it's annoying. So my county had another death. Well, that's... 
Well, well, yeah, but and, and you live near Philly, so I mean, how many deaths did happen because well, people are actually being we're way, Dude, I'm like 40 minutes away from Philly. Oh, I wonder how, because they actually probably seen less deaths now with this because people are being forced <laughs> inside their house. Unironically, yes. <laughs> yeah, the Delco ghetto's being hit pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah, at T's place, um, you know, they're staying. Or at least she is staying inside. Her dad's not listening, but they have a lot of old people in her apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Can't they get in trouble if they keep like leaving for non-essential things? Um. They can't. I mean, it's probably like a ticket or some shit. I don't know if it's. I don't know how strictly enforced it is. Yeah. And they're going to make you go outside again to go to the fucking courthouse to pay the ticket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah they'll throw you... people in fucking jail for breaking quarantine, but then they'll let people who, like, did way worse crimes get out of jail because of the fucking virus. Well, I think Pennsylvania, for voting, you can everybody can do a mail-in ballot now. I don't want to do a fucking mail-in ballot. Mm. I ain't trusting that shit. That, uh, like, it's literally farther for me to go to my mailbox than to go to the fucking voting place anyways. Oh, and apparently, actually, I'm, I know I'm bouncing around a lot of things, but there was a massive car line at a food bank in Pittsburgh. Like, a massive line. Yeah, because it's free food. Yeah, but, dude, these were people panicking. Like, uh, it was a huge car line. I don't know if you saw it. No, I know when I was out near Ambridge the other day, there was a... um. There was like free hot meals available, and I was half tempted to go there, but I was like, never nah, just bought food. All right. It's foggy, and I can't see. Let's see. <gasps> There's a well, What's the unemployment at now? I don't know. Not good. Oh, I got a new interview, by the way, for Tuesday. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. cool. There you go. I got offered a job actually the other day. You wonder how much they were gonna pay me? How much? Ten dollars an hour. There you go. <laughs> rolling in the big bucks. <laughs> was it? Well, here's the thing. Was it? Um, at least it's better than nothing. There was yeah. commission, there. but okay. it didn't feel that makes so sense. Good. Yeah, was it like a scam company? They only gave me forty-eight hours to like accept it. I'm like, I don't fucking know. Okay, yeah, so, that, yeah. I mean, keep walking. Ten dollars so an hour is a little bit low. Yeah. Steal a bed. Steal a bed. Oh, from that's the a good idea. Yeah. Well, Phil, you're advocating me to break the law. Yeah, Evil. you know, it's all right. Yeah, take the bed. Take the fucking bed. I already did. The stream's okay. on delay. Okay. One of these had a compass in it, and I fucking lost it. One of these chests. Okay, let's see. There's a crafting table. There is, yes. And my new computer's finally on the fucking way to come over here. Good. Yeah, so I'll be a little bit happy about that. They, here's a, they almost got delayed even longer because, like, the one motherboard oh, that was... in that chest. Uh, I'll go back to it. Yeah. Um, if there's three of them, take them. And then go get yourself a... And start mining. Like start looking at and Ooh, see a book. start checking out. Start Enchant. checking out mine. Oh there you go. 
I'll enchant my asshole. There's two iron ignots. Oh no, 64 and two. Ingots, yeah. Ignots. Ingots, yeah. Ingots. I used to have this like one engineering like teacher oh, in high school. You ain't getting shit off of that. You ain't getting she, shit like, off of that. I had a fucking fetish with this you like I don't know if it's brass. There was some sort of ing ingot named Ingus. Ingus. We're gonna, do, we're gonna do something stupid with it. For what we did. If some sort of like oh, guy who built a bridge or dropped it off that, or something. Is that somebody else's chest or is that yours? Oh well, it's whoever put this in the server here. Okay, yeah, I would. Uh... I wouldn't be too big of a dick. I'd probably Yeah, I know. Like, I'm gonna give some of that iron ignite. I take back. like six. I take like six six ignites. Mm-hmm. Will they say who stole it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. Cause you at least want to get yourself a sword and a pick. And then probably go and then maybe go caving for some shit. Okay, let's see. To get the pick, I need some sticks. Yep. That's what I thought. Um. Okay, I need to go after a tree. I need to fucking just find the pen-shaped campies. Do 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 do. Oh, there's some sticks. Two sticks. I'm gonna make myself a pick. Yeah, no, man, but what I was saying with the fucking computer, man, that yeah. that ended up, like, they didn't have the fucking motherboard in there, so, and they had no ETA on that, so they gave me the option to just go and swap out with another one. Mm-hmm. So I got this, like, Tai Chi motherboard. Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Yeah, it was, I forget which, it was, like, a something like 390 Tai Chi. Mm. Uh, it seemed like it was better than the one I had previously, and it didn't cost me any extra, so it was one time they actually did a pretty good job. There you go. So I'll be happy when that bitch comes in here. Yeah, me too. Cause it's dude. Even I mean, again, of all the times your computer goes, it's like the time you want have a fucking solid computer. Yeah, I mean, I've been running off of my uh, like fucking laptop, but that thing is definitely not the same. Mm-hmm. Like, I had my old computer, too, and I figured out what was wrong with it, but, like, uh, I don't want to fuck with that anymore. In case something else fucking breaks, I already replaced the power the uh, power supply, and now it's only running on one fucking graphics card. And it only had, like, two gigabytes or whatever. Whatever the graphics card, like, two gigabytes of DDR5 or DDR6. I don't know what oh, they use for that, but it's not good. The new one's got, like, eight. I mean, you could just get. I mean, you could just chop that, chop a log, turn it into pallets, and then turn the pallets into sticks. Oh really? I just yeah. got some sticks anyway. Yeah. Because hmm. that's a that's a pain in the ass. All Chopping right. down the bushes that's a pain in the ass. Yeah, that's just the only way I've been able to find them. All right, let's get myself a sword. Is there a tower there? tower in the village you climb up the tower climb up to the top of the tower get a bunk and crash yeah i can also just put one in here i think i saw an article the other day that they were like planning on fucking like 
doing something with like video game, like online gaming or something because of this, you know, virus that's been going around. Oh, at Penn State? No, 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 just in general. Like lower, like lowering the bandwidth or something they can use for that. Which I don't understand that because games don't even use that much fucking bandwidth. I bet it's somebody messy, like, would though, because what's like fucking games? It's the it's the streaming that kills it, like mm-hmm. TV streaming and shit. Well, I know uh, YouTube dialed down the quality, the, the default quality, to four eighty. So what's the default? Like, can you change that after oh, that, yeah. or is that you can the change max? It, but they just do it by default because there's a lot of people that don't even fucking realize you can change it. Yeah, I used to use it low on my phone so it didn't buffer, but you know, like some people they use that for TV. And honestly, like I don't really know why they're even bothering with that. Like fucking Comcast, you know, like they offer two gigabits per second, like where I live. If I want to go and throw away that sort of money, so they have the capacity. You know, as long as you're not in the middle of a bumblefuck nowhere with, like, a satellite connection. But, like, it, it's, like, ridiculous. And honestly, I hope that this, you know, one of the benefits of this is, like, maybe these companies realize that, hey, we need to go and start upping this shit. Getting people more money for their fucking buck. Because, mm-hmm. like, the levels in America compared to most of the civilized world are, like, pretty expensive. Like, unless you live in, like, a fucking city. Like, when I was in Pittsburgh, it was, like, $70 for a triple play gigabit. But now that I don't live, like, downtown Pittsburgh, it costs me a fair bit more, and I get, like, a lot less fucking internet quality. Yeah, that's always something that's pissed me off, the oligopolies with internet, TV, and all that stuff. Well, yeah, it's not even, like, like, there's no competition for broadband over It's if I wanted to go and deal with, like, fucking, you know, I could go and use Verizon's, like, DSL. But I don't even think I'd go and get their, like... I might be able to get their, like, shitty TV service, but it wasn't even their Fios. And then they had, like, DirecTV and a couple other, you know, similar ones. But none of them were, like, fucking broadband. Like, I, I just wish that they would go and expand that. I don't know if that's something that the government would have to go and do. It's like, maybe they'd have to go and fucking, like, expand, and like, how they did it with electricity. Mm-hmm. Like the rural electri- electrification project, do something like that with fucking internet and TV and stuff. Because especially like you know they always talk about like 5G, but most places in America don't need like a lot of places like by like land area don't even have fucking you know broadband. They don't even have like fiber optic. So how the fuck do you expect them to get 5G in like in the middle of fucking nowhere? Well, they're just looking out for cities now. Because uh, cities don't exactly have the sometimes the fastest speeds or the best signals. So. Oh no, they they fucking do. They have like internet speeds. Like holy yeah. shit, dude! I could get yeah. fucking gigabit for cheap shit. No, I mean for I was... cellular. Like when I I notice when I'm ever in a city here, like it's sometimes hard getting a signal. Oh yeah, that might be different. But I know just for like regular TV and internet, it's like way fucking better. Yeah. And even then, like, there's some places, like, when I'd be going up to Penn State, like, I there's, like, a ton of, like, dead zones. Yeah, exactly. Like Stuff like that. But I don't even know if, like, they don't even have 4G over there. I don't even know how they're going to get fucking 5G. Like, it's just going to be, like, you know, for the fucking city people to get even more better quality shit versus everywhere else. 
Like, I just wish that they'd go and before we start worrying about this 4G, 5G bullshit, like, we actually get fucking broadband out across the country. Ask somebody in the Discord how to find this fucking place. I'm surprised. Well, I'm not really surprised you can run Minecraft on anything. How's it running on the Mac? Perfectly fine. Smooth. It is. Like, fucking... Looks like a kid made that game, though, so I'm not too surprised. But... <laughs> I always see those problems with like regular games though, where it just like won't fucking run on Max. You know it's funny too because like Max used to be like associated with like gaming way back in the day. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. and like Mike, like I think it was IBM or whatever, and they were like the business ones, and then I guess something changed. They did like a complete fucking one eighty. For whatever reason. Now Max are associated with fucking Starbucks and soy lattes. <laughs> okay, I'm asking people in the server. Or in the oh, Penn State server. Discord server. Maybe they'll help me out. My quest to find Penn State. Oh, hi, little... Chicken. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Yeah, I'm just fucking pissed like that YouTube just decided to go and demonetize videos that have the word coronavirus in there. Yeah, that hurts like so many of our videos. You have to name it something else. That's what I started doing. This one says hashtag coronavirus on it, I think. Oh, uh, I don't know if it hits the hashtags because those aren't in the title. Oh, I think it does. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, they, they've said like if you even like say the word, like I've seen people use like other terms for the fucking disease because it's. Oh boy, we got to start doing that. Like they'll call it like fucking human malware or like other shit like that. And those yeah. people didn't even have to because they're already, like, verified. But, like, it's just so shitty. Like, this is why I really don't like fucking YouTube. We have an interesting because... person that just joined our server. Oh. Which one? Versa. Oh. I mean, sorry destroyed. to interrupt you. You can keep going. But I'm going to post a screenshot of his DM to me. I'm oh. trying to slide into your DMs. No, he's sliding in there. He's also oh, sliding saw that. something else in. Oh, I saw that thing. I didn't know what server that was. It's our server. What the fuck is what the fuck is that? <laughs> I, 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 I'm at I'm at lost of words. What the fuck? <laughs> Send me the image. Uh, let me see if I can do that. God, I have to copy this my fucking clipboard thanks to you <laughs> it's gonna follow me everywhere poor okay. T's gonna see that and be like um what are you guys doing <laughs> is that what the f is that a human I, I, it could be I hope not cause that, I don't think that'd be legal if that person was a, a live human uh, there's a lot of things that are legal now <laughs> okay alright <laughs> 
Learn anybody that's every watching day. this, it's a good thing that you are not seeing this. Let me just put it that not, way. You're not missing out. Trust me. It's not boring. I'll, at least uh, it's, I guess we can say that. It is not boring, but it is also not um, not pleasant to the eyes. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck me. What are we doing? Humanity was a mistake. <laughs> so I need to go and watch that fucking Tiger King thing. I, I keep seeing do. these fucking memes. Oh, I was actually going to watch it last night. And then um, my dad and I were watching this documentary on HBO. So you already know it's going to be liberal. And it was about Pizzagate and fake news. And so they had Alex Jones. They had the they had fucking Jacob Wall and uh, Jack Berkman on there. I thought that was funny. Oh, my God. Dude, Jacob Wall was hilarious. He was the guy, our last guest we ever had on our show for now. And he was, he did this thing you probably heard about where he made an allegation that Robert Mueller uh, sexually assaulted someone. <laughs> and what he did was he got this press conference together. He got all these reports from CNN, from Daily Beast, Washington Post, New York Times. And on the way there in the car when the documentary people were filming it, he was like talking with his lawyer dude just trashing journalists he's like yeah who the fuck gets a journalist degree like isn't that just stupid <laughs> he's like yeah they spend oh like you know it takes 20 minutes for an article and they get a degree in that and they're like they're, they're doing that and you can already tell they're trolling and they're being mischievous and then the press conference happens and they dragged all these journalists there. There must've been 30, 40 of them in this room from all the big outlets. And they're sitting there and they're waiting for the accuser to come because she was going to be there <laughs> <laughs> and they're sitting there and then the accuser doesn't show up. So they take a few minutes they go on the phone and they're like, sorry, she was getting a lot of death threats, so she can't come. And they looked into the, um, the intelligence source that Jacob Wool and uh, his lawyer, uh, you know, got their info from, and they start looking up the people that were a part of this org, and they found their profile pictures. And when they started fiddling with the lighting on it, because they had sort of funny lighting on their profile pictures, it turned out to be like a bunch of celebrities. Like, you know, I like, I don't remember which particular, but it'd be like Brad Pitt or something. And then one of them turned out to be Jacob Wool's picture. <laughs> oh my god. I don't think they realize how big of a trolling operation this was. Dude, they don't. They try to be all scientific about this shit, and it's just funny watching them like try to dissect memes. Yeah, they're like, like, well, you see here. Yeah, they kept going, like, you guys are so stupid. Like, you guys are so incredible. Like, it's funny hearing journal, like, people from fucking BuzzFeed and CNN say that. They were they kept complaining about how uncredible they were. I'm like, you guys realize that the point of them is to fuck with you. It was so yeah, they funny. I understand trolling. They they keep like trying to decode. They go into like fucking four chan like poll threats. They try going like decode the latest like racist meme. Oh yeah, this was talking a lot about four chan with Pizzagate, and it was so funny. 
because they just didn't understand this stuff and there was they had a, that dude what's his name um fuck he was from the daily beast uh, gavin mcginnis was like shitting at him like roasting him at cpac i forget the dude's name already will summer and he was just you know he was in the documentary I'm like all right this tells me everything about this documentary now <gasps> i think i'm close to the campus now holy shit i think i found it i remember these sand castles Shit, I need to make my bed. These things are attacking me. I'm gonna die. Alright, let's make a little alcove before I fucking die. Fuck. Get away, No! Oh, God damn it. Phil, you're gonna hate. <gasps> it spawned me back! Yes! Yes, I'm back, back to where the campus is around. All right, boys, we're back in business. I may have lost all my shit, but I am back to where I need to be. But yeah, that documentary, totally biased, as expected, but god damn it it was funny how they covered jacob wool because my dad originally saw like a few days ago and he was telling me about it and i was like interested in it and we ended up watching it and it was just funny like these people like the way they were going after jacob and his lawyer was so funny they did not get it yeah this is what happens when you have people with college degrees try to go and explain stuff that regular people understand it's like really whenever like you see fucking you know like the college type you know mm -hmm. people who do this for fucking living like academics try to explain anything it's like they kind of made fun of this in an episode of king the hill when like bobby goes to, like some sort of like comedy like class at a local college and they like they try to over explain shit and got so fucking academic that he gave this fucking routine and it wasn't even fucking funny yeah that's the truth of it like cause you, you're a fucking professor you can try like explain away anything and it's it just kills the life out of it mm -hmm. really that's all it fucking does that's why college is fucking scam sometimes <laughs> like if you don't if it's a major that doesn't need to be explained like that then you probably shouldn't get a fucking college degree for it like i think yeah, I'm not saying there shouldn't be any college degrees, but I'm saying that the amount they have these days, you know, it's really showing. It's like back in the day, it was all like sciences, edu like education and like fucking engineering and shit like that. Now it's literally anything under the fucking sun. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I want to go to college, like, you know, business and stuff. I can understand that to a certain degree, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, you just need, you just need to be real, like... I think with journalism, you just have to have. You just need to be able to write. You just have to have it. Like my, there's certain people like my little, you know, it right. The 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 ability to be able to, you know, collect ideas and put them put them together and shit. Like, you know, you could just tell. Like you could tell by talking to Milo, he has it. Like there's a there's an it factor there. Like. Like any asshole could regurgitate other people's ideas, but like, yeah, the only certain amount of, there's only a certain amount of people that just have the ability to, you know, trend set, I guess, 
and yeah he definitely had that ability and it's just people like that i don't call i don't call like like if you're regurgitating other people's shit i'm not sure i really even call that journalism yeah it's like a fucking middle school term like a fucking research paper well i'll tell you when i was in journalism class at penn state i'll tell you a lot of these fucking journalist students are stupid they cannot write they don't understand how to remove uh opinions from facts they don't get it they're lazy and i mean i hate to say but they're both basically lazy and stupid that's why you see journalists at cnn and at buzzfeed are just terrible at their jobs and they're biased and they literally write fake news it's because the people they're hiring just aren't qualified it's the type of person going into isn't qualified um i want you guys to tune to the stream and look at what i found somebody wrote a a, a sign uh on this one uh building in the penn state server oh i'm going in there real quick you'll get a kick out of it alex Hold on, let's see. I have the images that you were posting earlier. Still blazoned in my memory. <laughs> blazing mm-hmm. Saddles. Oh, that was a good movie. Great movie. <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? I don't know, but he's trans. Hmm. Oof. Okay, go. here's Mount Nittany. We're getting close. Here's a giant wall. Look at the wall. Oof. That's a big ass wall. Alright, fuck. I can't move. Come on, jump, sir. There we go. Alright, now let's go up this stone thing. Let's find the fucking campus. Because people were like building legit like roads and they were making the creamery. I'm pretty sure it's in here. If not, I'm gonna have to try and see if it's in another server. Alright. And is it over here? Maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Let's see if it's on the other side of this cliff. Don't see in that direction. We will find Penn State people. Mm-hmm. We're on the hunt. I'm on the hunt, I'm after you. Okay, might be over there, I'm gonna check over here. Let's check over here first. I'm on the hunt, I'm after Penn State. Yeah, but anything interesting happen in your classes? Like, any students like just go ape shit? No, apparently the feds are going, or people are calling the feds on these Zoom bombers, so we haven't really gotten that yet. Well, I don't see what they can really do if you're not, like, posting porn or something. 
Like racist. Yeah, I'll be honest, I'm not sure. I don't know if they're just like trying to scare him or something. I like, oh god, somebody wrote on a sign here, I like touching. There you go. Great wall HQ, yes. Oh yeah, that's a great wall, right. All walls are great. Yep. I didn't like the Berlin Wall that much. Oh yeah, true. I, should, I shouldn't be saying that. <laughs> Not Therefore, all walls are Gorbachev great. Tear down this wall. Yes. You know, see, Reagan was an interesting president. Oh, yes. Both Reagans were interesting yeah. presidents. <laughs> yeah, he's got an interesting legacy. You know, because they had. I don't know. He. It's a very interesting sort of situation when all that shit went down. Like, many of that, like, Contra shit. Yeah, yeah, ran Contra. And it's kind of still affecting us to this day with the Middle East. I don't know, and he also kind of came from Hollywood. Republican kind of from pop culture. Mm-hmm. Well, he was a governor, too. Yeah, that's true. All right, campus is not over here. Let's go on the other side of the wall. That has holes in it. Have you done anything interesting, Alex? Uh, no, I've just been doing some work around the house. Spraying, making sure, you know, spraying for bugs. Uh, I gotta go back to work tomorrow, and mm. that'll be like actually uh, go night. physically in there. No, no. Okay, so I thought. I, I fucking wish, man. I'm just getting so tired of being holed up in this shit. It's gonna be this way for quite a while longer. I found a site that was projecting how long this will last. I don't know, like what the site exactly was. I could always check it out later, but. It sounds like the peak is going to happen around April 15th, April 20th, and it's going to then start going down. But we're not going to get out of this thing on the real, like, flatter end of the end of the curve till May, June, like end of May, early June. Holy shit. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Yeah. I just hope we don't see another one of these th things in our fucking lifetime. Mm -hmm. I hope maybe the infrastructure that we have here you know, can be used in the future. This shit gets detected faster and, you know, we just stop fucking trading with those countries until they get their shit together. And any country that trades with it, we treat the same way because we don't want to have to lock down the fucking world for another however many months this is going to be. China's going to have to pay up. Well, well it's, I don't know how they're going to do that. Like, unless all the other fucking countries in the world agree unanimously to fucking make oh. China pay. I don't I, know how they're really going to be able to do that. I see my cross. We were so close before, and I went the wrong way or something. Or I came close, but yeah, there's my fucking cross. Let's see, there's a brick building here. Fuck. 
I should put in a mod to give you like the Penn State bus. Yeah, the Cali like, bus. Well, no, not the well, maybe the cat. Didn't they have like a weird, like old-fashioned, like Penn State bus that drives around and like brings people oh, to places? Oh yeah, that's true. They do. Like the ones that Penn State actually owns, which I'm surprised they don't just own those fucking cat like buses that, like just the ones for on campus. So you'd think that'd be cheaper. Oh, somebody just talked in the fuck. Oh, Alex the Great. Are you in? Wait, what? What? Wait, what? No. Oh, somebody. Okay. Your name is Alex the Great, right? And yeah, somebody in the Minecraft server has the exact same name and just said, "How's it going?" It's not me. Yeah, I know. Huh. How do you? Yeah, they're in the server. Okay, how do you type in this fucking server? How does one type? If you try to use the enter button, usually they'll let you type. No. Woo, advancements. Let's see. I feel like it might be like one of the, let's see, let's try T. There we go. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, no, I'm just playing old school RuneScape like usual. The campus is. I'm at the wall. Poonscape. No clue. Wow, thanks, Alex the Great. This should be creative. Okay. I want to find the bloody campus. Oh, you're at the wall too. Fabulous. Oh, there's that. Portal. You had to get fucking admitted to Penn State. You had to go and pass the admissions. <laughs> yeah. Test to make you take like a fucking Minecraft SAT. Mm-hmm. I really want to find the campus so bad. I was hoping. So why do you ever choose to go to Penn State, Sean? Uh, it was always my first choice, and man, because it's a big school, I want to go to a big college. I mean, it's Penn State. Who, who wouldn't want to go? Yeah, I don't know. Wasn't that around, uh, wasn't that like around all that Sandusky shit, though? Yeah, but, you know, I mean, well, that was a few years before me, but... Okay, my it's a different one. No, I was over there. Okay. I feel whatever made you want to go to Penn State. I always wanted to go to Penn State ever since I was a kid. Aww. Yep. <laughs> there was just something about it. Well, I mean, I I was like, I was all I've always been a football fan and. Penn State, like football was king here. So, yeah, that, and then, and then, of course, you know, Penn State had this um, reputation of being also being a good school too. So I was like, all right, I'd love to be here. Like, and of course, 
you know, growing up poor, eh, really wasn't in the cards. Not, not like immediately. So I had to, you know, I had to work my way up to be able to get that. And, you know, and yeah. Obviously, my road was very um, non-traditional mm-hmm. to to get there, but I'm glad I did it because, well, one, I met some awesome people. Two, I definitely appreciated it a lot more. There's definitely a a greater appreciation. You you know how many fucking little you might, you know how many kids are that that I see that were just so unappreciative of shit they oh are, shit like... i know that i know people like if you don't fucking pay for college yeah i've seen this happen a lot where they'll just kind of go to <laughs> parties and dick around all the time yep. yeah we know somebody like that yeah i just realized i was in the wrong server oh there was a psu rebuild server okay let's go into this one Holy shit, I just wasted all my time. I'm a dumbass. Um, and you went, and Phil, you went to a branch campus first, right? Uh huh. I went to Harrisburg campus first. Oh shit, I must have went there. I was considering that. I would have went there my uh, junior and senior year because they offered my major, but I thought it'd be better to go off to main campus and get away from yeah. an ex I was with. <laughs> Yeah, thank God for that one. Holy shit. Dodged a bullet. Oh, wait, it's the same server. Shit, I'm right. Hmm. Yeah, how was Penn State Harrisburg? Uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Um, they were building, I mean, because they were, they were building it. Um, let's see here. Hold on. Yeah, they were built. They were they were built. They were still building it because it was like an old. I think it was like an old uh, Air Force base. So they still they had a mix of like the young, the the older buildings with like the newer built ones, and like and they were building more. Um, so it had a nice. It definitely had a nice open feel to it. Much more open than uh, State College. Oh, yeah, I bet. Uh, it's uh, I don't know. Like, did they have like dorms at that one? Yeah, they did. Did like a lot of people live on campus, or was it just like a few? Um, it didn't look like there were many dorms. It didn't look there like there were as many dorms as State College, but of course not. I mean, oh yeah, I imagine so. Just in terms of population, drunks. I I know I went to Penn State York my first two years, and like, yeah, I like there was a way different feel between like it was a definitely a commuter campus like as soon as the classes were done people hit the fucking road 
Like, I don't know if, like, did they actually have, like, clubs and stuff at Harrisburg that people went to, or is it just kind of get into your class and then leave? Uh, say that one more time. I'm sorry. Did they, like, actually have, like, clubs and stuff that people went to, or is it more like get yeah. in, do your classes, and then leave? I mean, they had clubs. Yeah, they had, they had quite a few clubs there. Um, again, wasn't as big as, like, uh, university campus, but then, I mean, I'm not sure any of us really expected it to be. Um, but, um, I, I, I mean, it was definitely a, a, a more wider open feel, a more. Oh, you cut out. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, that might have been me. You know, I, I feel you. Like, uh, like Penn State York, I guess it was so small. I think there was like a thousand people in the in the in the fall, and then like nine hundred people in the spring semester. So it was a lot, a lot different than uh, those other campuses. Like, there's maybe like two or three clubs that were actually active there was like 20 clubs total but those you know a lot of them came and went like the only real ones that did anything was like the student government there which really didn't do too much more than like meetings and then there was like scrounge i think would do stuff i never really was a part of them and then i think they may have had the blue and white society which was the only club you actually had to pay to gain admittance to it was like $20 dues for the year, which would be pretty on par with University Park's general fee for clubs. I mean, they had club sports too, but I never really messed with that. And it was just... Like, there are some things I liked about Penn State York a lot, but like it, it, it just felt so different. Like, the first time I went up to main campus, you know, University Park, it, like, it just felt so, like, surreal people would actually stay on campus once their classes were over there always seemed like there was stuff to be done over there mm -hmm. like there was parties fucking popping every night then i fucking moved up there and it was like a little bit of a disillusionment but i was always kind of curious about harrisburg because I, I had a buddy of mine who went to penn state harrisburg who i used to work with and he enjoyed it and like my one, my advisor always pushed me to go to University Park, so I think he probably gets paid to do that. But um, my one professor like told me to stay at York, and you know, I kind of wonder what would have happened if I would have done that, or at least us. go to Harrisburg. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I agree with that. Like, that's definitely the best part of University Park yeah, was... is the people like that was... you meet. Yeah, I think it was there was more nostalgia and set of sentiment for me going to main campus than there was, you know, than anything else. I don't know if it was like a, like, I think that that was probably what drove me more than anything. Um, I mean, yes, yeah, Smeal's a good business school and all that, but like, um, but yeah, I, I, I think it was just like, I, I, I just I wanted to get the feel of how everything was up up there even even if I would end up hating it like <laughs> no it, it's um but no I I'm grateful like I'm I'm totally grateful I would have never 
I would have never met the people that I did. I would have never gotten an idea of how things actually truly operate, like from a, you know, big, big college perspective. Um, it was, de it's definitely a learning experience and I'm glad for it. Do you feel it was beneficial for you to have that like two plus two program, like two years at the branch, two years at Maine? Um, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Um, I feel like, I mean, I could see where the, I could see the pros and cons of the actual, you know, of two and two versus uh, of both sides. You know, the two, two, the, just the straight four, but I mean, but I mean, I don't like, I think, I think, cause I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Like when I went to college, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So I'm like, uh, so I, so Harrisburg was a great place to kind of, you know, it, it felt like the shallow end of the pool. Like, okay, get your feet wet, get, you know, get all your stuff taken care of, but like, don't, um, but, uh, and then of course the big, cause, cause it's a lot like going to like, I, I remember, you know, I, I moved up there the summer that summer before, you know, so I could get that free, that free money basically. And then like, uh, so I went up there and it was, it was actually comfortable because the summer's not that pat it's mm. there's not that many people it's not that and then and then of course with uh you know the fall semester was like a holy shit clusterfuck yeah my first semester was a summer semester too at penn state maine and that there's helped me get used to it yeah yeah that yeah. summer was great that was a great uh transition like it was a basically spoon fed me in because I probably would have lost my shit if I just went there directly like fall semester. No, no heads up or nothing. Cause it's like, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking Harrisburg campus maybe had like 20,000 people, maybe. And then like, of course, main campus is like fucking 40 some thousand people. That's, that's I mean, yeah, twenty thousand sounds like a lot. I thought they had under ten thousand people. I said I maybe. Mistaken. I was being generous. I know I was being generous. Cause I think Harrisburg might be the second biggest one, so I mean it could be. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean I don't know, I think it's there's definitely an advantage to, you know, going that two plus two route, especially if you're not like especially if you're a younger kid, I think almost. We're like, you know, ex-military kind of getting into that sort of groove of going back to college because I went to college like the, you know, the, the fall after I graduated. So, like, I didn't have any time to really, you know, do too much after I graduated high school and I ended up going up to Penn State York. And I feel like it was a good transition because it was like, you know, I had the level of college classes that they would have, but I didn't have to deal with, you know, basically living on my own. Which is why I feel that they might require you to like live on campus your first year at Penn State. Like if you go to main campus. 
Well, I mean, but, I was I was also older, so they didn't make oh, yeah. me do shit. Like, I. Well, yeah, but no, I think it's kind of like it kind of eases your transition, though. Like, I would have lost my shit. Like, if I would have, oh, yeah. they would have roomed me up with some twenty-year-old. <laughs> I'd have probably beaten. <laughs> I'd have probably beaten their ass by November. Like, it, it would have been bad. Dude, did I? I think I've told you who my first roommate was. Yeah, I know that story. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a um, fabulous experience. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know how I would have done with like an actual physical roommate. Because, I mean, I had a like a housemate before, and my first year was pretty bad. Like, I, I hated it. Because, like, if you like jive with your fucking roommate or housemate it can be an amazing experience but if you don't like it can be the fucking worst thing in the world uh, like yeah. that's how much that shit matters and that's why I really like i don't know how they'd really fix that but i feel like that could be a major issue at like especially for freshmen because you would at least be compatible with your fucking roommate if you're gonna be forced to like live with them like within fucking talking distance because at least with mm -hmm. mine you know i wouldn't have to worry about like sleeping in the same room as my first roommate you know he kind of lived and did his own stuff in his room and i kind of did my own stuff and i went to campus so that wasn't so bad but i don't know i, I kind of feel like there's a you know it probably should be recommended more especially for students who you know if they weren't like i mean i was always good in high school like grade wise but i think for people who weren't you know, maybe the two plus two program would definitely like help them ease into that level. Like honestly, I wish I would have taken college classes when I was in high school because I did uh, what you call it, the AP tests and stuff, yeah. and I got a bunch of credit for that. But I feel like it would have made more sense to just go to college classes because it would have counted them as long as I got above like a D, it would have counted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but well, even when can, I was in high school. If you take an AP class and then you take the AP test, get a good enough grade, they can count uh, towards college credit. That's well, they I, can, but know. some of them don't. Like, I think for a psych one, you had to get a five on it, and I got like a four. Mm -hmm. But then when I did my psych class in college, I didn't even study the notes, and I got over 100%. Jesus, how? They had extra credit. Oh. I was gonna say I had to study and I didn't even do good on one of the tests. It was Joe. Uh, yeah, but I think the site for the Psych One Hundred One, uh, Psych One Hundred One or something. Yeah, Psych One Hundred. It was like I, I got a, I I entered the class late. I took I got a fifty-eight on my first test, mm. and then got hundreds the rest of the way forward. And she gave me and I got an A. Took all the extra credit, got an A. I remember oh, yeah, like, one yeah. I stumbled on, but then the rest yeah. were not too bad. Rest was a joke. Well, that's a th yeah, that's kind of how I've like. I mean, I did the AP class in in high school, and that was literally everything I we were supposed to go over, and then some compared to the college class. Mm -hmm. So I was already like, I already knew everything I needed to know for that anyway. So it was just kind of, you know, formality for me to fucking take the class. And I feel like they should have made it like, you know, if you had a three on this, you wouldn't have to take Psych 101. Yeah. So, you know, there was that. And there was like the fucking writing one. And I got like a three on that in the AP writing. But I, you know, I, I must not have. You think you need a four for that one? I had to go and take the writing class. And I also like ace that class like easily. Same thing with like the 202 ones. They're just. 
Yeah, know? I'm a good but, writer, and I didn't do so good on the AP writing tests, and so I didn't get credits for that. But you know, that's for, I don't. I just hate this stuff because it's it really isn't saying much about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just didn't really like how to deal with writing in high school. Anyways, like writing was a it joke. Just... Oh my god. Well, like we'd all do, like okay, go and analyze this like fucking yeah. book. And I was like, okay. <laughs> No, because I remember I used to want to be like a fucking get into like writing or something, but then Me I was too. like, you know, there's no real fucking money in here. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I was going to do, like, honestly, like, when I was looking at colleges, I was thinking I was probably going to go to like York College of Pennsylvania. Because it, like, it was either that or Penn State, York. And then I ended up, for my high school, we had to go and, um, you know, do some like job shadowing or career shadowing. And if you wanted to go to college, you go and shadow the college and I end up shadowing um, Penn State York and I was like, wow, you know, this isn't so bad. And like it also helped that the person who um, dealt with like Penn State, like they had these people like representatives come to our school and the York mm-hmm. College one was like a piece of shit. And she like <laughs> kind of like yelled at us like, oh, you make sure you go and strut, like study your senior year in high school, guys, because that's going to count. Which wouldn't really affect me either way, but she was just this like old crony person, <laughs> and the person who was like Penn State was this like really cute girl, and I was like, oh. you know, See, I mean, Penn State's smart. They rolled out the hot cute girls to sell. Well, they like fucking marketing. They actually knew how to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have this old crone that like yells at students during the fucking college seminar. And then it was like for Penn State York, it was free, and they gave me free lunch to go and go over there. No, that's I was... what really got you. <laughs> so I mean, it all kind of played together. And when I went over there, I went with you know my friend Dylan, and you know it was pretty good because we we both went to Penn State at the same time. But um, yeah, you ended up dropping out due to some things, and I stayed, and I'm kind of thankful I did. I mean, I I enjoyed my time at Penn State York. Like, some of the people I wish I would have stayed more close in touch with me. I'm thankful I met Harry there because that's, that's where I met him. I wouldn't have met him anywhere else. And um, Who was that Chinese guy I met? He was really interesting. Wait, was that the guy that you were with me that one time? Who? That that Chinese guy that you had to, like, live with for, like, a day or two? Uh, that... Not not Harry. Harry's Korean. No, no, no. I know, but I'm talking about this. Oh other yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was with us when we had the exchange. Yeah, yeah, the exchange. <laughs> yeah, that was that guy. Yeah, he he was a kick. Like, and I enjoyed going to like I actually liked like the Penn State York soon garments. It was so much simpler. Like there was so much less drama. <laughs> like it was easy to get involved with it, and you know you could actually do things that made a difference. Like I enjoyed it, but you know you UPUA is just they're ass. complete yeah it's more like the real government you know penn state york's like soon like you know like high school soon government and then upua's like actual fucking government where they just fucking like give each other pats on the backs and you know, like it's not even really like the real government too because they mostly just do it for nine like line i'm on their fucking resume same thing with crs you know it's pretty much just like an extension of the cr <laughs> shit it's just a student government, except for they're not, you know, they're opposite politically, but, you know, everything else with the corruption and the boys club. And, that doesn't change. you know, I don't think the CRs have as much secret societies as UPUA does. It was so fucking funny when somebody, this guy's a legend, John, he asked in the fucking meeting when we had the UPUA candidates, 
what they always have a, a ticket that's from a secret society and he knew which one it was and so he asked him he's like so what is your um uh like wh- how much influence will your secret society have on you if you get elected and i was just bursting i was trying to control my laughter it was just bursting out of me i'm like just like fuck yeah go for it dude and they 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 try to like come up with some sort of answer that was kind of half baked like well you know we those secret societies don't influence at all us at all oh bullshit like, bullshit. bullshit everyone knows that's full of shit <laughs> when he asked it's like oh we question. have nothing in roswell you know bullshit yeah it was told bs but he asked that question i mean that was legendary shit i was laughing i was just i, I mean it was beautiful and then we asked about free speech and somebody started asking about our event, you know, the censored event of Sargon of Akkad. Mm-hmm. And one of them was totally lied. They're like, well, the UPA, uh, fuck, what's it called? Not condemnation, but uh, um, denouncement. It only denounced the speak, the um, things the speaker said. It didn't denounce the speakers. No, it didn't. And it it didn't, didn't denounce literally the denounced the fucking club. Mm-hmm. That was specifically what you guys... Yep, what they no, none of them... No, none of them... Did any of them even attend the event? The no. fuck was that? No. They yeah. only... And she, they lied. They didn't denounce uh, what the speaker said. They denounced what... They denounced the speaker specifically and the event, mm-hmm. which yep. indirectly denounces our club. I know it technically yeah. doesn't, but, yep. you know, it, it was... I was going to call them out for it, but then they were like, all right, run out of time. We're going to have to end it. Thank you for visiting us, guys. I was like, damn it. But then the next couple I asked about it, uh, and they gave sort of a good enough answer, but one of – or was this the bad one? No, this was the secret society. Fuck, I forget already. But one of the ones that was asked about it um, mentioned hate speech, and so somebody mentioned – well, if there's a, a fact that would be offensive to people or triggering, would that be considered hate speech? And the first thing that came out of their mouths was not a no. And they, I forget how they answered it, but they basically indirectly said it would be considered hate speech. Because they said, well, if there's something that's offensive and that would make people uncomfortable, then yes, <laughs> we wouldn't allow that. We would condemn that. I'm like, all right, so facts are racist now you you guys can condemn facts now yeah honestly they should have been like taken off as soon as they said that you know, if yeah if i was in nobody charge voted for them everybody vote for the other pair that were better they weren't what i would specifically want but they were closer to what we would want for free speech uh, yeah it's doing government i don't expect a lot from them I wish they were they're better. Garbage. Student government's garbage. Oh, yeah, it's garbage. Yeah, they're even worse than the CRs. Like, they're almost beyond saving. Like, you would need it's... to have a real concerted effort between, like, all conservative organizations to even get a couple of people on you there. Because need... the contra Republicans, they used to have representatives in UPUI. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, after certain presidencies, like, well, really, I think what happened, they used to... You know, they used to probably have a lot of influence in there. And then they had an incident with the college Republicans where they dressed as clan members for a fucking, like, dance or something. Jesus Christ. See, and that kind of, I think, killed a lot of it. But there was still some after that. 
and that slowly started going away. Like during my time, I think we had like two. One of them was, you know, Mr. Woody. <laughs> the problem I is, I think we had one more to get anything done. <sighs> Sorry. In student government, you need thirty people, I think, in there that would be conservative to actually get some get a ma- majority on something. Well, yeah, but you need to start somewhere. But not enough and people are interested in Republic. doing this. That, that should be the College Republicans. That should be another line item to go and start slowly. I was thinking that to get too. some get some representatives on there at least because something's better than nothing. At least you can have a fucking voice of dissent when they do these condemnations. Yeah. Because the condemnations are really fucking annoying. I I, I want to do one for our next event so badly. I mean, or do the next event so that we can get another one because that'll just show people how fake these people are. Well, yeah, like that's the thing too. It's like if you get someone who knows how to go and like abuse Robert's rules of order, they can yes. like derail an event. Yeah, like they can derail shit with the uh, UPUA. That's not abuse. That's just using it effectively. <laughs> yeah, they can fucking uh, what's the word for that? Uh, filibuster. Yeah, they can filibuster that shit. Like you know your ways around that shit. Yes. That'd be a lot. Like, see, back when I was in the, you know, student government, that was a big thing that, like, we were told about. Like, some people, like, were, that was what they fucking did. Like, there was, like, I think one guy who would just monitor Robert's rules of order and make sure everything went along appropriately. Like, the first time I saw it, I was actually a little bit, like, went to one of their meetings. I was actually kind of intimidated by the amount of, like, shit in Robert's rules. But, you know, it's a good thing to know. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ever want to do anything, like, you know, governmenty or like officially. Well, I would highly recommend studying up on that. Absolutely. Like honestly, they could probably make a fucking college class on Robert's rules. Oh God, yeah. There's so much in it. That's why our one uh, ally we have in this uh, operation is so valuable because she knows that shit inside and out. Yeah, because you can really fuck things up. Yeah. If you. Can. you know it or if you don't know it and you do things incorrectly you know and if you don't know your constitution too yeah it's another thing that can really fuck over people so you want to you want to make sure you know those things you want to have them in the fucking bag because they're both very important yeah, parliamentary procedure is one of those things i have no interest in learning but man if i knew it <laughs> you could have so much fun yeah yeah definitely that's probably one of those things so i don't know i i don't know did we ever do that before we had like the shit you wish you knew before you started college starter pack uh i don't think so i think that'd be something interesting to go on <laughs> wish you now that your Robert's college rules. is affected now, now that your college is effectively over at this point <laughs> you know you're just taking classes you know shit you wish you would have knew before going to penn state um, I wish I would have known how toxic some of these political clubs can be. Yeah, no. I wish I knew I how to read people that. better. I was so yeah. stupid for so long. Yeah, I wish I would have applied for more internships, like, during oh, yeah. my underclassmen years. Like, because that was my big thing. I waited to go and apply for an internship so long, and, like, 
you know, especially like Penn State York, they didn't really have a career fair, but I think you could go to university parks. Like they had a thing with that. They had free buses. I never took advantage of that because I always felt like, oh, no one's going to want me because I don't have any experience or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't have the classes I need. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I should have fucking went anyways. Because that's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, for me, it puts me back a bit, but... I'm in a weird situation with this coronavirus thing that I might be, I'm probably going to be fine. I've already gotten some job offers. Oh, look who's joined the server. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, uh, I just got it. There you go. Yeah. Sorry. What were you yeah. saying, Alex? Yeah, no, I just like, even if it would have been a shitty job somewhere, like even fucking on campus for free, it would have been something, mm-hmm. you know, especially like your underclassmen years. Cause that's the time where you can learn. Like if you don't know what your major is, like that's the perfect way to fucking find out. So you can find a, like a on-campus job within your major. Mm-hmm. Cause I'll tell you if you want, if you know what you want to do. Like, I mean, thankfully I've been lucky. I knew what I wanted to do. Like pretty much, like I think I changed my major the day before I, like it was, orientation day and i changed my major then i didn't change it since wow but i could have i could have kept that major honestly i was like going for ist and then i was like "Eh, sra sounds a little better but i could have lived with either of them but that's another thing too is like i think that's probably something that you want to get done as soon as you can you know preferably before college if possible figure out what the fuck you want to do before you start going to college yeah that's how do you do that um start exploring how do you do that um okay i'll shadow a job yeah i mean the problem is i mean i i definitely encourage it it's just it's hard to do i i found for me the first few years of college is where i had to figure out who i was what i want to do there's another thing too is if you don't know what you want to do, I'd recommend going to community college first and at least getting some of this gen eds done. Yeah, gen eds. Or are like bullshit. if you're, or like if you're at Penn State, you know, go to a fucking like if you don't know what you want to do, like see that's one of the points where I'd go and recommend that you go to a fucking branch. Yeah. For your first year, like at least oh, until absolutely. you have a solid grasp. Look who I found. Because that would have been, like, very expensive, especially like, you know. As soon as when you start going to college, you take more credits. Because if I don't, if I understand this correctly, the more credits you take, the more expensive. Like, uh, you know, the farther along line you are in your graduation plan, the more expensive, like Penn State charges you. Looking pretty there. I don't even know what the hell I look like. You're black. Oh, I am. (laughs) Salt. Chocolate rain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I'm no, from. I think. Yeah, I know you look. You definitely look the part. But yeah, no, I think that's definitely, you know, cause cause if you go and like wait to change your major until you're like an upper class, when they have to go and retake all your major classes too. Oh, and thing, more ignore advisors. Find everything out on your own, unless you find a good advisor, because I can't tell you. How many times I and other people have been literally held back because of fucking advisors? Yeah, I definitely say, like, my advisor at Penn State York was great, but I was lucky. Like, I've heard horror stories 
like if you can find an advisor that's not affiliated with your college like if you have mm, a relative disagree. who's been who's been through college i and they actually know what they're doing like no, if you know because, someone uh t had a advisor that wasn't a part of her college there was a no, no no i meant like not part of penn state oh like outside the whole universe like outside of somebody penn like state. that i don't know like if you have a relative or something like maybe not an actual advice like a official advisor but if you have some they could fucking talk to about things oh i see what you mean a friend <laughs> yeah a friend or you know someone you can go and find i don't know if they have like a fucking alum like you could join the penn state like reddit or something probably mm -hmm. ask around yeah that's actually a good thing i encourage everybody make friends quickly and network with people that are in your circles or just people that are like you. And if you find solid friends like I have, which I'm lucky to have, they will be very helpful. And you can be very helpful back. You know, it's one of the, like my two best advisors are the two people I'm talking to right now. Everybody else at Penn State has been just absolutely useless. Um, of course, my girlfriend's helped me a lot, but everybody else is just terrible. Yeah, you just have to be really careful with their, you know, with Penn State's advisors. Because here's the thing, like maybe this isn't maybe this isn't just a Penn State issue, mm -hmm. but you know, these advisors they must have like a perverse incentive to keep you going. Like, because yeah. my advisor he told me to go to like main, like he kept pushing going to main campus and stuff. And I mean, I was thankful I went to main campus, but I think the reason he did was, you know, money. there's probably money involved with that. They're not going to tell you like, hey, you know, you might want to consider you know, taking this major at another, like, smaller, like, branch campus or, you know, maybe even going to a different college because Penn State's program for this isn't so great. Well, if you do have the money to go to the main campus, I definitely, definitely encourage it because if I was at branch camps my first year, I would have missed out on so much cool shit. Well, I don't know. I feel like there's certain advantages to that, though. Like, you would have missed out on some stuff, yeah, but, like, you know, if money, if money's an issue, like, you know, you should definitely reconsider that. Because you get have... way more bang for your buck at a branch campus. I would have missed out on the Trump campaign. I wouldn't have met you. Well, that was that was a special year, too. Yeah, it mm -hmm. was. But every year is special in some way, so take advantage there's, of it. There's people that you might meet at a branch campus, too. I mean, if you don't have to go and worry about money, that's, you know, you can do whatever you want. But I've seen a lot of people, too, they'll go to main campus and they'll end up, like, just piddling around if they don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And now, like, you know, for me, I had to go and pay back my fucking loans. So, like, if I were to piddle around main campus, like, all four years, and if I, like, if I was unlucky and didn't know what I wanted to go and do, like, my college expense would have been way higher. Right. That's why I said if you can afford it, only if you can afford it. Oh yeah, that's true too. I don't know, like there's, uh, like I feel like too, because there's certain people that, you know, if you're not like, if you aren't so sure about, you know, going up to main campus, like they might even be better off going to a branch campus for two years because that's where they can go and meet a friends. Like they might be able to meet a friend circle over there mm, at maybe. a branch campus who goes to main. Like cause I've seen it happen before with some people on my campus, and it's kind of like a mini pen. Like it's. You're dipping a foot in the water without jumping all the way in. Or do a summer session at Maine. Because, I mean, I don't know if I would have made that many friends at branch camps. Because there are so few people at these branch campuses. 
Well, yeah, that's that's true, but they tend to be a little bit closer net. Like, I mean, me and Harry and I had a couple other friends we used to hang out a bit, but it's definitely, it's not the same college experience. I mean, I would definitely consider if you if money definitely wasn't an issue at all, I'd go four years Maine if you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I agree. There's certain advantages too of going to Penn State, you know, branch campuses yeah. that can't be. Like it's it, it doesn't make it as simple as it should because like if you are struggling with certain things like the the um what you call it we had like a lot more tutors available for the classes over there because there weren't as many classes and there weren't as many people so you could more easily get a spot with the tutor and you know as much as I advise against the advisors the ones at the branch campuses at least the one that I had you know he was pretty good. And, you might have better luck with advisors there because you can at least get a hold of them a hell of a lot faster than main campus. Mm-hmm. We had to like schedule it out weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. So if you have any qualms about going to college, if you weren't necessarily like a straight A student in high school, that might be a benefit to you. Or if you know, you're afraid of like your home, you're going to get homesick or something. It's kind of like a good intermediary there. The homesick thing, I fell actually on the tour of Penn State. Now, I haven't even attended here yet, and I was already feeling a bit weird. And then the first, like, week or so, you kind of feel that, and then then you don't even want to leave. <laughs> That's the funny part. Once you establish a friend circle and start your own life, you don't want to leave. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to, you have to establish that friend circle, because, like, my first year at main campus, it was pretty shit. Yeah, I didn't really know anyone there, and it it was pretty fucking terrible to be honest. But my next year was great. Like if my like, I wish I would have almost stayed at my branch for like an extra fucking year. And the thing is, it will change every year. Your friend circle will constantly change. At least for me, it did. But Mm -hmm. people come and go, and I think that's the cause of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a tough thing too. Um, I don't know what's. Like, Sean, you were the only one that lived in the dorm, right? Mm-hmm, I guess so. Yeah, do you have any special uh, dorm survival guides? Mm. Do not get a roommate that is bad with communication. Because when you're in college, you're free to do a lot of different things. You can drive wherever you want if you have a car, go wherever you want. Do whatever drugs you want. Drink whatever you want. Fuck whatever you want. And if, if, if boundaries aren't made clear, or if somebody doesn't tell you when they plan on doing one of those things in your bloody room, then that can be a problem. Uh, try to get a single dorm because it will be awesome. And you can do absolutely whatever you want in there. Bring whoever you want in there. And have whatever fun you want in there. If you're more the party type, off campus if you're not the party type dorm if you want to if you're like me and you sleep forever and you don't want to wake up early to go to class you want to get as much sleep as you can dorm it's close it's easy if you want to figure out food dorm it's easy if yeah i uh, yeah i would say like at least from my experience of seeing you like a dorm almost feels like it is more like home like you have less responsibilities to deal with at a dorm than you would at a, a at your own place, but the problem is, you know, price can be a little bit high. That's true. Like a single dorm is gonna be more expensive, but it is great. And Even a regular dorm too is more expensive than off-campus housing per. 
Well, I'll tell you, they've jacked up the rates. I was, uh, T was looking at some places. Uh, I know she is looking quite late, but some of the ones out there are fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, how much are you talking? Thousands. Yeah, that yeah, that's ridiculous. Like when I went there, yeah. I could. My first place was under five hundred dollars a month, and my second place was a little bit over five hundred. But I got a lot. Like I had three housemates, but thankfully we were all really chill with each other, and that's that's probably the most important thing too for just housing in general. Like, is you need to have a roommate or a housemate that you can really fucking get along with, because if you can't, you know, it just becomes a terrible experience for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Like she uh, like... was paying seven hundred a month at her place, and I think she's gonna be paying a little less this year, but. The good thing about her roommate situation is that you're in separate. I know it's kind of the case with you, but you're in separate rooms, and as long well, you you don't have to have the best roommate to still get along and be fine. Uh, yeah, that's true. But I mean, it's it's much better if you have someone that you're friends with that your roommates like. It, it's like a fucking sleepover party that mm-hmm. lasts the whole fucking year. Yeah, like it can be fucking. It's almost like it can almost be like a fucking frat house if you're good <laughs> friends with them. Like, in a good way, like, not, you know, the bad ways. Like, my my one roommate, well, my both of them, it was fucking amazing. Well, the one guy was barely there, but, I mean, if I could redo that whole fucking year again, 2017, mm-hmm. you know, I'd fucking do it. 2016, 2017, I think that's what it was. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Like, it was beyond all expectations. You know, there was a couple of setbacks, but it, <laughs> it just makes it amazing. Yeah. Like, you know... And I, if I'd had a shitty roommate, it would have fucking ruined everything. Because I've had one before. And, like, you know, definitely set the boundaries. And if you can, do one that you know beforehand. Like, if you have a friend who's going to the same college that you are, try to dorm with them yeah. or room with them. I agree. Like, I wish I would have, like, roomed with Harry my first semester up here because it would have been so much fucking better. Like, even though he lived farther away, I would have dealt with it. Yeah, because, like, with both, I was very lucky with roommates where both of the ones I got were cool, chill people. But, you know, I just could have gotten one unlucky one at a not so fun time. But it's. Um, the other advantage of the dorm, too, is uh, the access to the dining halls. I kind of already mentioned that. But the access to the things, like last minute things, like if you want to print something real quick. Or if you want to go to the hub real quick, you know, your student center. Or if you want to go see a movie that's playing on campus or something. You can do it, like, right there. Take walks on campus right there. I love the convenience. I wouldn't have had it any other way. I, I personally just hate living off campus because it's such a commute. It's unnecessary. And it's just, I don't know, Just to me it's no fun. Well, now if you could live downtown... You know, yeah. What do you consider that? That's a good question. That's where T's looking to live now, and it's the best off-campus way to live. I still wouldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, just price-wise, I don't think I would have been able to afford a dorm. But yeah. like, there would have been a lot of perks because I didn't really like. I honestly, I've seen more shit like with you after I graduated than like fucking when i was here because it was such a pain in the ass so like even though the drive was only like 30 minutes it just made it so like hey i didn't really feel like going on campus exactly for these events yeah 
because uh, you're going to be doing clubs. You're going to be doing all these activities. And time's limited. You're doing homework, doing all these things. You're eating. Just live as close as possible so you have the incentive to do these things. Yeah, another thing, too, is, like, start looking for your dorm, like, for your off-campus housing early because mm -hmm. if you do it last minute, you're really kind of shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. Because I remember the one year I did it nice and early, and I got a good deal. I mean, the place wasn't the best, but it was a lot cheaper. And if I had a decent roommate, it probably wouldn't have been so bad. But my second year, I kind of got and looked last minute, and things worked out, thankfully, but I feel like I could have got a much better deal if I looked much earlier. Yeah, and also for housing – Use the housing Facebook groups. They can be a lifesaver at Saving Tea right now because everything's booked and she found one place and one reasonably priced uh, unit. And I I mean, I don't know if she would have been able to find anything else if it wasn't for that because somebody wanted to move out or was ending their contract or whatever. And she's getting a decent deal i wouldn't call it good but it's decent given the situation but uh it's it's just and that's the other thing like the dorms even though it sounds like they're easier the one thing that's annoying is the housing process i know it's going to differ from campus to campus but penn state it's such an annoying process to just get a good room is really hard but if you can it's great um yeah the the closer you are to classes, you know, the closer you are to pretty much everything central to the campus. I definitely recommend that. Um, the one, the one thing that I don't really like about the dorms is they kind of do some real, like at least at Penn State, from what I've researched, is like the food prices are a little bit wonky mm, with that. Yeah. Now, when I was at Branch Campus, the food was market price, but like over here, like if you're not a Penn State student, like you're paying out the ass for food that's really not that great. And you don't have so if, to do that. You don't have to get a meal plan, I think. Um, but it is I, weird. Well, if you don't have a meal plan, I think you have to have one if you have a dorm. Maybe. I'm not sure, honestly. Or and if you don't, like, you're, you're very limited in what you cook in there. Like, unless you're just going to make microwave food for the whole year, like, eat out every day. Which, you know, if you want to do that, that's fine. But, you know that's another thing too if you live off campus like you know it's i almost feel like you probably should at some point live off campus and i'll tell you why because if you live in the dorm your whole life and then you go out into the real world and you don't move back in with your parents then you're gonna have to learn to do a lot of things like differently you know you'd have to like you're driving you'll definitely need to get more experience with that like cooking food that'll that's something that a lot of people you know don't know right off the bat and that might be a challenge mm -hmm. um budgeting is definitely something important because like if you live on campus save a meal plan and your lion points you really don't have to worry about all those extra things and that's you know if you do go to main like the main campus first like i do rec you know that's why they require you to live on a dorm because it does kind of ease you into it a little bit but you know there um there are options but i mean if i could go back i kind of wish i would have went like lived on campus at least one year if price wasn't the limiting factor on that just so i could have experienced all the events at university park that i would have liked to that's another thing um i'll emphasize when it comes to events get involved with clubs you're not going to make your friends in class some people do but 
most people don't talk to each other in class you're gonna meet people in clubs because those are the places of your interests find a club of your interests you're gonna meet people like you it's just gonna be a natural fit it's gonna come pretty easily and you'll find probably the friends that are gonna stick with you for the rest of your life if they're really good people but you know some people will run to drama you're gonna run to all kinds of things but go for clubs that's where you're gonna find people like you because you're gonna be doing things that other people like just like you it's not it's not rocket science and i knew that going into it and i joined the trump club i joined um a bunch of the right-wing clubs because i want to have fucking right-wing friends for once because it's just I never grew up around any except one guy I can think of. And we really weren't even tight friends or anything. So that was a big thing for me. But if you're really into the band or if you're really into, uh, I don't know, whatever there is, some certain sport that's not your high school, you can do that at a big college. And, I mean, I wish I also knew about... You know, I mean, I got into a lot of leadership things pretty quickly. Like, my freshman year, I mean, I got into a leadership position. I got secretary of the Trump Club. But get in that shit quickly. If you really want to do something, I mean, it just depends what type of person you are. If you really want to do that sort of shit, you start building up XP, start getting involved quickly. If you want to get into leadership positions, which I do recommend. I don't know how many times I can tell you now with all these interviews I've done, how many recruiters love seeing my leadership experience don't let any fucking job expert or career this and bullshit at college tell you oh you gotta move your leadership experience down the resume no keep that number one or two depending on what it is that shit looks really good because it shows you're stepping up not just sitting around jerking off and partying no you're actually doing something so yeah keep that on there Mm -hmm. no i agree and that's one of the things like i kind of wish i would have done more is you know get involved with leadership roles or even just getting involved with like more of the clubs within my major because i had a few of them that i kind of regret not being involved with it's like because college is like that's it's a great time like clubs they're great ways to go and fill up your resume now you shouldn't join like especially a political club if that's going to be your sole fucking purpose Mm -hmm. but you should definitely try to use that as a way to again build out your resume you know use it but actually do your fucking job and that's something you know certain clubs at penn state could take dear to note but you know it's definitely something you want to go and do if you have made like clubs with your major on campus that's another great way to like build networks and that's something that i never did because i got way involved with the political clubs here and i'm glad that i did to a certain extent like i wouldn't have wasted as much time with the college republicans but i did <laughs> Now, I was happy I got to go to CPAC, so that was yeah. a nice experience with them. But other than that, it was kind of a waste my you know junior year. And um, well, that's the thing involved- too is I think I I didn't even get involved with the ad PR club. I me, mean, I'm an ad major. I only went to two meetings, and it was only because I had to for a class. But it was the most boring fucking club ever. I just, I, there's certain times, there's a lot of times where I can suck it up and play the game and do what you gotta do. That was one of those times I was like, no, I cannot do this. I don't care 
how much it can help me. It literally is so boring. I can't be bothered. And if your major has some cool shit, go for it. But take advantage of every opportunity. I can't emphasize that enough. Like if CPAC's being offered, fucking go to it. If some concert or competition or whatever to get involved with is offered, just try it. Don't be afraid to try things. Well, yeah, that's something which I would have done more too. Is like I only re- like the only real time that I took uh, travel experience with a club was with uh, C like with going to CPAC, and I think there was some outdoorsy club thing that had some sort of outdoorsy place with Penn State. I, I just wish I would have done more, like go to concerts and shit like that, mm. or like go to New York or something. Yeah. You know, it would have been nice being able to do some of these things because now, like, once you once you're in the real world, you just don't have the time to do that. I like, almost stuff that I did. Loved to have done. Actually, speaking of that, I almost did a New York trip because there's a thing called Success in the City for ad people and PR and basically com people in general, but it was canceled thanks to Corona, so I didn't get to go. I guess I should have gone previous years, but whatever. Yeah, and definitely go to that career day thing too, like. I go to career day as early and as often as you can, just so you can kind of like get used to wearing a suit, like learn how to tie a tie. Like that should be like, honestly, they should go and fucking teach you how to do that. Cause that's something that a lot of people don't know. Like I didn't know how to do that going into there. And it's something that would have helped like learn how to fucking dress your, like if you can figure out beforehand, like if you have parents, like have them kind of teach you that shit, but you want to learn that because my first year I was like going to the, isc clubs or isc uh, colleges career fair mm-hmm. like i was just unprepared i didn't like my my shirt my uh, suit was it did not look up to snuff but, <laughs> what did it look like you know, I, know, I think it was i never had it fitted i, I don't know it was probably you know wrinkly or something i don't know i don't remember but i know the year later in this you know, another thing you don't want to do, but it worked out in my case is I forgot my suit at home. So I had to go and get mm. one like made the same day at a uh, men's warehouse or something or Joseph A. Bank. I forget which one, but they fucking did the same fucking day, got everything fitted right. And then I went there and I got an in- interview and that landed me a job. Wow. So, you know, it inter- landed me an internship and landed me a job. So that's, you know, definitely you're going to want to dress for fucking success and learn how to do that. Yeah, I I do, I I will say a suit's very important to get one when you can, but those career fairs, don't look at them if you're a business major or if you're not a business major or if you're not a um, engineering major, don't look at them as this is where I'm going to get my job. Look at them as this is how I'm going to get experience talking to uh, employers because I never land a job and most most majors aren't going to get one through those because those are literally just for engineers and business majors and s- some IST but a lot of oh, it yeah. is fucking just every, those majors and a lot of us like that aren't those just use as some experience but don't necessarily go out of your way t- for it I mean I'm in a unique case right now where I can have a lot of time to do some interviews but there are other times and opportunities out there. Well, yeah, I mean, I never, like, I don't think I actually went to the real big one. I went to, like, College of ISC had their own. That one was done pretty well. Well, that is, so, that's mean, a good distinction because I went to the big one. It was a waste of time except to get experience talking to people. 
the com career fair like if you have specific ones for your major go to those but even those are kind of hit or miss for mine most of the companies there weren't even looking for ad majors which annoyed me but apparently this year the one the fucking year the coronavirus screwed up they actually had more ad stuff there yeah definitely with that but you know the earlier you can get one the like the better you know just definitely definitely if you can prevent it don't graduate before you get an internship somewhere yeah that is something great like i mean you're going through that now but i mean you you're still technically in college so it's a little bit different but like i had mine my senior year was when i had my internship and it was a weird experience i mean it worked out in my case but it's definitely not recommended to do it that way because i know people who've had multiple internships they can ask generally you know they can get like hired right out of college yeah and get paid you know whatever they're going to get paid for some regular in your position like there's someone working where i'm working at now getting paid you know entry level what i would be getting paid if i would have left there i mean now i you know it's a little bit different but if i could have had that instead of having to go through the internship or even though it was paid it was still less you know than you'd be making for that position if you're just hired directly so i definitely do that and the more you have, the more you can put that in your in your, in your um, resume. resume, and that'll show you like what skills you want to go and build in college. It can even help you like, hey, you know, maybe I'm not doing so well in programming. Maybe I want to go and take a few more of these classes, or hey, you know, this this class over here, I don't know how this is going to help in the real world. Like I've learned more in my internship than I probably did in like several years of college. That's the thing too. Don't look at classes as where you're going to learn. I didn't learn anything in my classes except in my news writing class and in my web design class because they taught you technical skills. If a class isn't really teaching you technical skills or econ or something like that, I hate to break it to you, but you're not really learning a lot. You're learning kind of nothing. I mean, there's so many classes. I realize how really really quickly how boring and waste time was i would just go on the internet and just do other sure do club work because it was more useful of my time and i've learned way more about everything like from management leadership organizing planning doing events doing speaking events organ you know keeping track of funds all kinds of shit oh crs didn't learn that i guess from doing club work i didn't learn that in the classroom because they can't teach you that there or at least they're not doing it. So you got to get involved with other things. The classroom is just not where you're going to learn a lot of stuff. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I feel like classes, they try to go in. Some some classes, they do it better than others. Like, you know, if you have a programming class, like a hard skill, that's definitely better. But a lot of them, you know, especially these more Gen ed types, or even like some of the ones that I took, like 400 level ISC classes, it's sort of the concepts that matter more than the actual like stuff that they teach you because by the time that you actually get into the real world this will probably uh, like be done with like you know they'll go into some different system and a lot of these Especially concept with, like, classes are kind of bullshit yeah like i had one there's a couple classes i really did like though like i had one it was like almost an entrepreneurship sort of thing it was a capstone where i got to go and like make a product and like you know sort of market it and you know do like the whole like four stages or whatever of that thing and it was just really really interesting seeing what sort of like development like working with the team on creating a product and like 
you know, basically finalizing it, making a prototype and presenting it. Like stuff like that's useful. But a lot of these like random gen eds, I feel like, you know, it's not really going to be all that great later on. Oh yeah, on. gen so eds, if... get them out of the way as quickly as possible. They're fucking stupid. Yeah, especially for like gems. I know at Penn State, those are tough. But like if you're going to take a summer semester, knock those out. Just because if you want to go for a gem and you're not an upperclassman, you're going to have a lot of trouble even signing up for the class. And I found the best thing to do if you don't know what you're doing, which is more people than I think um, many will imagine, do a lot of your gen ed and have like one, maybe two, I would just say more one class where you're trying shit out. And, and also use classes where you can try shit out as gen eds. That's the best. If you can get that, dude, fucking go for it. Yeah, no, and I definitely, like, yeah. Yeah, if you don't know what you're going to do, you know, gen eds, that's what their purpose is. And ideally, you'd want to try to, like, experiment with clubs or something and try to get some of that done. But make sure, too, like be aware of your deadlines for signing up for a major. Mm -hmm, yeah. And that's something that you want to fucking know about. Like, I know you've had uh, trouble with, with that particular issue. Yeah. If they, it's usually at the end of your sophomore year, you have to declare a major, but certain majors like the business school, this freaking pissed me off so much. You had a, you, there was a credit range to get into the, business school you would have either a minimum or a maximum amount of credits if you had too many credits like uh moi right here oh you're just doing too much work we can't let you in you'll do a bullshit like that so make sure you do your homework but also even if you know you think you know you're gonna be let's say a business major still try other things that you're semi-interested in if especially if they qualify as gen eds because you you don't really know what you want to do till you actually fucking start doing it yeah, I agree with that. Um, another thing, too, is, like, if you're going to be living off campus, like, the parking situation, you're going to oh, want to, like, start making yourself familiar with how all the parking rules and regulations work. Like, parking at Penn, Penn State, State, it's ridiculous. Sucks. Yeah, it's the worst. Like, you have to go and you have to start, start memorizing, like, bus routes. Another thing, too, is, like, if you can arrive a few days before or whatever, start to map out where your classes are going to be and so you can develop a route. What I would do too is like, I try to get all my classes to be done within a um, relatively quick period of time. Like so that I'd have one class and then I have another one within like five or 10 minutes after mm -hmm. that. Yep. That's just why so I that I could go and have a, yeah, you want to optimize that schedule at least, especially if you're living off campus so that, you know, you're not going to be, sitting around all day not doing anything because i always had a hard time like if since i didn't live on campus finding an actual place to study and that's important too it's like if you live off campus you're gonna have to find some place that people don't tend to go to a lot because a lot of the places that are popular are popular then you're not going to have much room to get that stuff done i mean they had the library but that i had a hard time really focusing there so i go to like the spiritual center if i need to do a reading and I get the bulk of my stuff done at home, but I, I got pretty good with that eventually. That's the other thing. Another thing, too, is like... I was going to mention with the library. Though I had, they have a lot of fucking resources and shit you can use. Like, Penn State had free movies you could get. Use it. They had free music you could get. Use it. 
make the most out of your money. They had free pads they were handing out. Fucking, if you're a woman, fucking take them. You know, uh, the pads are expensive. They're going to give them to you for free. Might as well grab some. Might as well grab as many as you can. Um, and there's also... Oh, shit, what was I going to mention? I just got blown out. That's why I forgot for a second. Um, what were we talking about? Um, free stuff. Free stuff, yeah. There's something else. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Like, if there are cool rooms, use them. Like, we used that movie room so much because it was a cool room. It had a big projection screen so you could watch shit on a big projector all to yourself. I mean, take advantage of that. It's just, it's just cool. Yeah, there's a lot of resources over there they don't really, like, they'll tell you about, but yet the, they tell you so mm -hmm. much shit that you won't actually know what they're telling you sometimes. Exactly. So, yeah, like, they have, you know, proje the projector room, like, Pennsylvania York had something similar to it. Like, you just have to kind of find these things yourself. Explore. You know, if you can find, like, a, yeah, if you can find, like, a mentor or something, you might know some of these things. Because, like, some of the bathrooms, too, like, some of them were just downright terrible, but, like, the ones in the uh, spiritual center, they were great. Yeah, spiritual like, center are nice bathrooms. Willard smelled like ass all the time. Oh, yeah. But, like, in general, the, the spiritual buildings are a great place to study. Because I would go and do that. They had those little, like, they had the one quiet room. I'd go and use that. Like, it was probably the best place on campus to go and study and just generally do your business. But definitely, if you live off campus with, with the parking, you know, try to make that as efficient as you can, like, your trips to and from campus. But don't be, you know, don't be afraid to go and stay after for a club. But if you're just doing classes, you know you can sometimes you know you, you got to go and optimize that that's what i was going to mention was with the class scheduling do it if you're like me i will actually in general like alex said keep them as close together as possible because on a big campus it's going to take you at at the most 15 minutes to get to a class so i mean i bike that's another thing if you have a bike bring it, it is a time saver literally cuts down travel by two-thirds 66 percent saved i so much time i saved with my bike um but keep your classes together so that as close together as possible so that you're not sitting around jerking around and doing you know wasting time give yourself time to get a lunch of course but other than that keep them close together and do some in the morning we all want to sleep in we're college kids i get it i'm I love my sleep, but you want to, if you can do it the first few years, I was able to do 9 a.m.s. I never did an a.m. Don't do it, just stupid. But if you can do 9 a.m.s, do them. I, I, I eventually couldn't do them, but I still do 10 a.m.s at the minimum. Um, you know, get at least one or two classes done in the morning so that you still force yourself to get up at a decent time. And so you can have fun later in the day. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things I had to deal with, too, is, like, there's fucking early classes. I don't know. I, I had, like, a 7.30, and that was back at Penn State York. So Jesus. I had to go and, like, fucking deal with that. Yeah, don't like, do that. Just don't I try do to it. stay away from those. Mm -hmm. But I'd also stay away from, like, the fucking night classes, too, because yeah. I had a couple of those at Penn State York. It was, like, three hours long. Oh, and I had, like, two not like it was two night classes, like, back-to-back. And it was with the same professor, and that, that just gets monotonous. 
Like, but don't take I had a tough these time with that. extra long classes. Like, there were some. I remember when I was looking at some IST classes over the summer. Oh, he, yeah, here's those two points in one. The option was online or in person for like three and a half hours. Don't fucking do a three hour class, it will bore you to death. You cannot handle that. Our generation barely watch movies anymore without going on their stupid phones. You're not going to handle a three hour class. Other thing, too, is if online's available, take it. It's fantastic. I love it. There are certain classes you, you're just not going to be able to do online, more technical classes, or more classes where you need a lot of professor help. You know, don't do that. But if it's a stupid class, if it's a gen ed class, oh, same thing. If it's something that you just have to take, you know, get it online if you can. It'll save you time. You can do things on your own schedule. But it, it can help. And if you can get, you know, a three-day weekend, those are always great. If you're in a club where you have a lot of responsibilities, like tabling, you know, recruitment tabling, make sure you carve out a day for that. You know, that's what I was able to do sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Like what you said about this online class, I had a couple of them, and it made things so much simpler. So much I had, like, better. one where it was, like, fully online. The other one had the labs the in-person or no it was labs in person but then the rest of the class was online i i enjoyed that like i like if it was a major class i'd be a little more hesitant i mean i've done it before like i had one at penn state york's it was the only way i could go and take and my advisor kind of helped me with that but you know there there's definitely some benefit if it's you know you're just gonna be wasting time anyways but if it's you know like something that would be really interesting you're probably better off doing it in person Mm mm-hmm but if it's something like if it was maybe I don't know like maybe something that you might not like that much and you just need to get over with you know online's yeah. probably the way to go with that too and like another okay. thing that I kind of realized and I did this if you're not like gonna be like a full on like science major mm-hmm. like actual science I would try to do the easiest sciences you can fucking do yeah yeah do the minimum requirements for X I had. Like, I know people, they, at Penn State York, they had this, like, microbiology class, and they kept yeah. doing that, and apparently that was really hard, because that was, like, the one science they offered that fulfilled the lab portion. Mm-hmm. I ended up doing an astronomy class, and it was online, and then in-person labs, and that was so easy. I'm, I'm, and that's not something that I would have, like, I would have never been a, an actual scientist, so I never would have really had a use for that. So what I did, you know, I ended up taking the easy class online, it just saved me time that saved my gpa a bit because mm-hmm. let's and be, I, let's be real with the biggest advantage of online you can google shit you can google your answers during a test I'm not saying i endorse that but you know if a class is bullshit and you just don't know what the fuck's going on but you can google it to get by i mean that option's there yeah no and i agree with that like you just have to um yeah, just kind of play it by ear and like definitely use like ratemyprofessor.com yes. or whatever website they have because oh that my saved God. my ass a bunch of times. Like I pretty the, much. That's the last thing you want is in any class have a awful professor. A professor can make or break your GPA. Yeah, I agree with that. Like I had one professor that gave me like an A minus, like I class, and it it pissed me off because I would have got like summa cum laude if I had just a little bit more and that, but that's another thing too if you're not going for straight a's like you your gpa as long as it's above a 3.0 it's probably gonna be fine yeah totally agree don't be a super nerd big oh i need a 4.0 oh 
No, it doesn't. But I mean, if you matter. can fucking get a, if you can get a four point or you're, or you're close, you're gonna get like a summa cum laude. I'd try to go that extra mile and be more careful because I took these like Mandarin classes and I must kind of wish I didn't take that language because it was like really fucking difficult. Mm -hmm. And it, I, and that's like I don't think I ever got anything lower than a B, but that's where I got most of my Bs from. And if I would have taken like like Latin again or something, I could have done a lot better with that or like spanish or something simple like that yeah if you have to take a language too like i did i had to re i did take spanish to three a second time i already took it in high school and got a good grade but apparently that's not good enough and i had to take it again <laughs> if you do have to get out of the way immediately i mean i personally hate languages i think it's stupid but if you have to do one do it quickly because it will just be sort of an it's kind of like worse than a gen ed it's just really unnecessary, especially for yeah. my major. But yeah, that's what I had to deal with. I I waited to go to main campus to take uh, Mandarin. I wish I would have just got something out of the way over at fucking Penn State York, because I could have done that. Then like that was by far the hardest class. Like some of those, like the first one wasn't so bad, but then like two and three got like really fucking difficult. Mm -hmm. Like I and you know I kind of expected that going into there. And, you know, I still got, like, I think a B or, like, A minus or whatever. So it wasn't too terrible. But for someone who could have, you know, gotten, like, a summa cum laude, you know, that, that fucking broke the camel's back with that. <laughs> so yeah. I would definitely not have done that again if I could. But, you know, definitely, like, don't be afraid if if, you're, if your GPA is not, like, fucking perfect, that's fine. Just try to make sure you have above a 3.0. A because yeah. if you have it below a 3.0, that's when you start having problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we... I think we hit a lot of things. I'm trying to think of other shit, because... I mean... It's... It's... College is... You know, if... If you if you're not the type of person that can learn well on your own, you're gonna have some issues. If you can... Yeah, that's the thing too. Like a lot of these fucking professors, like especially for like programming, they don't really teach, they don't really you, all teach that well. you. No, they don't. Like I had programming experience in high school, and I had better time learning in there than like I learned more than I did over at main campus than I did in, in like I'm at opposite way. The more I learned in high school than I did at Penn State. Yeah sounds about right and, and it was pretty bad like and that's something you have to get to dealing with too is you just have to learn how to like use your other resources that's what college teaches you to be resourceful mm -hmm. that's why you're I'm not gonna Googling. yeah they, all the professor isn't gonna have all the that's that's the long and short of it you know even though they are getting paid a lot of money they generally won't like be like because they don't need a teaching degree it's not like high school like the professors and that's another thing too is professors don't really give a shit about you they don't it's not like in high school where you know they can bend over backwards to accommodate you for your needs like they'll bend over back like if you have a document like special need or something they'll do whatever's required for that but they for the most part they don't care yeah like they don't have to like you and most of them probably won't yeah, yeah. They, they probably so won't even know you Oh yeah, especially if you have one of those like huge classes, they're they're not gonna know you unless you did something like, if you stand out in a particular way. Another thing I always did was always like was in the front row of the classes so I could get the Me most too. out of it. Yeah. Like that's something they always tell you to do, and that's something that's 
proven. Like if you can go in the front row, most times people don't want to sit in the front row, but that's where you get the most bang for your buck for that. It also helps make the class feel smaller if it's a big class, because you just kind of forget about the people behind you. Well, yeah, and you're less distracted. Like yeah. you actually give a shit about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I would highly recommend doing that. Um, that be careful. Like if you do like live off campus, you know, be very, be very mindful of your budget. Mm. Like, and even if you live on campus, you like, if you do a lot of things like eating out, cause it's very easy it's for you to, yeah, you can spend a lot of money there without even realizing it. Like if you eat out every night and that's the same thing goes like when you get a job too, cause I've known people who would just eat out every day and just blow their fucking paychecks on that and have trouble with rent. Like, it's just one of those things you're going to have to learn. That's why I do think it's good to learn in college when you have a little bit of you know wiggle room before you're you know sustaining yourself and wife or you know whatever you choose to do with your life like this is a good time to learn budgeting and that's why i said like you shouldn't live in your dorm for all four semesters i don't think i think at least for your like senior year you should consider living off campus and that's what like a lot of people do like your first two years or something if you're gonna live on campus that's what you should do but i think your senior year like unless you're super involved with some sort of organization or you really want to do something you know you probably should start getting used to that life because in the real world you're gonna have to like unless you live with your parents again you know you're gonna have to learn a lot of skills and you know you can learn that by living on your own fully you know driving to work getting gas you know, paying bills, not, not like, cause if you live on a dorm on campus, you know, you really don't have to worry about bills too much. Like most of the time people's parents will be dealing with that or, you know, your tuition's already paid for and you might have like a phone bill, but like, you know, gas, electric, television, cable, whatever you want to get. I'm not saying that you have to get all those, but Porn. you know, uh, hopefully you're not paying for that. <laughs> so much free shit on the internet, but yeah, then like you, and then working your own printer. Like when I was at college, I, I lived off campus all the time. You know, taught me how to work the fucking printer, set everything up, set my own network up. You know, at my house. I mean, Comcast did some of it, but you know, I had my own router when I was over there, so I dealt with that. And you know, just dealing with all those little things, like dealing with a landlord and you know, tenant agreements. Oh, and that's another thing too. If you're gonna be living off campus, you know, I almost got screwed over with this. Make sure before you go into your house, you take pictures of fucking everything yes. and save it. Yes. Because, yeah, I, I had an issue and I had to, you know, get a lawyer involved at the end of that because they were trying to charge me for shit that I didn't do. Landlords do that all the time. That's, again, that's the one advantage of being on campus. You don't have to deal with fucking landlords. Well, it'll teach you, though, because that's something that helped me when I ended up going and living on my own because I where I used to live at people were complaining that they would go and try to screw you out of your security deposit using any means necessary. And, you know, on the same lines, I think in PA they're like, you're required to have them do a check through the house 30 day. Like you can ask house them to inspection. do a check through 30 days beforehand mm-hmm. and they can do that. Take advantage of that law. You want them to go and take a look at that. Cause if something's screwed up, they're going to be required to tell you. And if they don't tell you then, they might just end up charging it to you later. And once it's later, once your your lease is up, there's not much you can do about it. Yeah. Um, another thing, uh, 
if you're going to be living off campus, just remember whatever you bring there, you're going to have to bring back and probably yep. some additional items. Excited so to go and like rent a truck. Um, I'd shop around for that because I know like I never had any good experiences with U-Haul. I think when I live like where I live now, it's, it was actually better, but I don't know if it was just Penn State's, but they were expensive. I think I went, I went with budget and they were a lot better of a deal than what U-Haul was because I think it was like a flat rate per day or something. Um, don't take excessive things if you don't need to. Like, I guess for the dorm, you're kind of forced to deal with that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the benefit of that there. But, you know, just remember you're not going to be living there permanently for the most part. So if you can live without it for a few months, you know, you don't need your book collection unless it's, you know, your college textbooks. You know, I mean, yeah, bring your games and stuff if you're going to have that. But, you know, be careful with that. And then, you know, something else, if you're underage, you know, be very, very mm -hmm. careful, especially around Penn State, because, like, by the grace of God, I didn't get busted. But I know a lot of people that got, like, underage fucking citations. And I've known people, like, I think in PA you can get it, like, if you take classes or something, they'll end up, like, writing it off. But some people, like, you know, if that's on your record and you're going to take a sensitive job, you could end up getting denied that job oh, because yeah. of a fucking underage drinking. Not even a DUI, just a fucking underage drinking. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, there's also just people in general, let's be honest, are stupid with the drinking. I mean, it's, look, I know I don't drink yada yada, but whatever. You still don't, some people are doing really, really stupid shit that, honestly, I mean, some people have gotten killed from it infamously at Penn State some people are in lawsuits now because of it they're being dragged through court just do it responsibly and when you're around other people and if something bad's happening like call an ambulance do something don't be stupid yeah yeah I'd be I'd be very cautious of uh, fraternities like I've been to a few of them a few times I had fun but you know as seen before Especially like these uh, haze, like initiations or whatever they call it, pledging. Yeah, don't do hazing. Shit's. Stupid. I'd be very, I'd be very careful with some of that stuff because I hear a lot of what's going on. Some it may have changed after uh, Tim Piazza's death, but I don't know. And from what I've seen, just in general, the fraternity scene's not what it was when I was at Penn State. Yeah. So I would just be careful of that. And if you don't get into a frat, you know, it's a lot okay. of people don't go into frats. It's dying, honestly. Like there's a lot. It's almost too much liability and risk than anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, if you're going to be drinking underage, just be careful. Don't go walking around fucking drunk. Yeah. There are you cops know, don't... everywhere at Penn State, specifically. Yeah, I don't know if it's increased or decreased since I was there, but, like, especially, like, if you go to, like, a party or something, try not to go to one that's, like, huge and loud, because that's when the cops will get called. Mm-hmm. Like, they know when that stuff happens. And don't try to run from the cops because that'll end very badly for yeah. you. And what might have just been a fucking underage drinking charge could easily turn into like evading police. And, you know, if you're really drunk, you can end up getting into a lot of problems. But, you know, nowadays they have things like Uber, like use mm -hmm. that. Yeah, use Spend Uber. Spend a couple of dollars. Use fucking Uber. It's worth it. It'll definitely save your ass, you know, possibly literally if you're you know getting drunk off campus just be careful too and i know penn state has a taxi service and i've used them before 
shop around like if it's at certain times because like sometimes uber will go and like charge out the ass for um for their fees like forty dollars for a one-way ticket like two miles away mm. so i'd be cautious of of that like especially for parties and if you can try to arrange something beforehand like maybe get a group of people and you can all take an uber to someplace safe you know just just have to be really smart with this stuff over here because an underage is something that nobody wants and the cops know what's going on and i don't know if they used i was told that they used to kind of turn a blind eye towards fraternities but from what i understand that's not anymore long gone now mm. so you know you, you're just going to, have to be careful and especially around frat row at night like that there's a lot of shady shit i've heard happen over there mm -hmm. if but, there are rapey frats which is what soror sororities have come up with a term i think for those frats I forget what it was. I learned about it in a health class or sex ed class, technically. What's the difference? Um, don't go to them. Like, I I can't tell you uh, how many times I've heard from this one specific person in my uh, sex ed class say that they would tell people not to go to a certain frat because they had rape stories coming out of it. And they would tell people, like, hey, this is a rapey frat, stay away. And people would fucking go to it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. It's stupid. Because rape is one of those things that will just fuck you up for life. It's very hard to recover from it, unfortunately. And if you're a female, I mean, I'm not a feminist or anything, but be careful at parties because there, it just takes one scummy guy. Most guys are totally cool, fine people. But it takes one scummy dude to ruin everything. If you're a pretty female and you know who you are, you're going to be a prime target of guys. And they will, especially scummy guys, they'll do some scummy shit to you. Watch your drinks. Never take a drink that's just in a cup. You know, Make sure they pour it out something. And don't put your drink down. Watch your drink and watch what people are doing. Be aware. That's the thing I don't like about when people are at these parties getting super drunk because they lose their awareness and then that's when bad shit happens and go with friends never never go alone that's always my sort of policy make sure you know people you know most of the people at the party yeah don't carry uh you know don't carry a lot of cash around too mm -hmm. like i hear stories about people getting robbed and stuff yeah you know, if you live on campus and you can buy most things with your fucking like lying cash go ahead and use that. that's a lot better like carry credit cards because you can always cancel them and report fraud but mm -hmm. you know penn state's usually not so bad with this but i you know you still hear stories people getting their shit stolen and if you so have, that's if you uh if also if you're a female get pepper spray you know just have it as a backup because you never know what's going to happen and if you're a male yeah. and you really think you can't defend yourself like get pepper spray too yeah no there's nothing wrong with that um be careful um you know always you know if you're gonna be going out to clubs and stuff try to have at least you know a friend or two with you mm -hmm. to go make sure you're safe you know that buddy system um things happen at night if you can try not to go out too too late because that's when the really shady shit happens and there's less cops um if you're a friend who goes like gets drunk and they become unconscious and they can't help it you know dial the fucking police they yeah. have laws in place i'll protect you yeah like i'd rather have it like even if it was 
you know, you said to go and take those like stupid Penn State like drinking classes. I'd rather do that than have a friend like die Dead. or get seriously injured. Yeah. But uh, definitely too is you know make sure you know what laws are applicable in those cases, just so you're aware. I'd still do it, but I'd you know before you even get into those situations and just try not like don't have people drink that excessively too if they're gonna be fucking like potentially dying try to go and warn your friends not to do that shit especially at like some rando's house and don't do it like because a lot of freshmen tend to go hard once they hit campus don't do that that's when you put yourself extreme lows. ease yourself into it find your limits if you're gonna do this shit be careful don't just yeah. dive right into it and go right into the deep end hard. It's just stupid. Be, be careful bringing that shit onto campus, too. Oh, like, yeah. Council, I've never lived on a dorm, but I've heard stories. Well, I've heard like stories of... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cops will search dorms. It's rare, and it can happen at any time. So just be careful what you have in your dorm. Yeah, especially, like, don't smoke fucking weed in your dorm, either. Oh, That's... God, yeah. Like, the cops come, like... You're looking at a lot more trouble than just for fucking alcohol. That's something I definitely like. If you're going to be serious about like drinking or like, you know, you're really addicted to some sort of fucking substance, you're better off living off campus. And, you know, you should probably see fucking help if you're like addicted to like, you know, heroin or something. I don't mix it. I've heard people doing that shit. Don't mix weed with alcohol or some other like molly with alcohol <laughs> you know that's yeah. that's dangerous you be... yeah you gotta be careful too and you know i'd be careful just just try to avoid that stuff if you can like on especially if you live on campus if you live off campus it's more like real life but certain certain dorms and stuff are known for that behavior and if you're going to host a party i'd be very careful depending on what dorm you live in because i know some of them they can get like they'll crack down that and you can get evicted oh, if you, you mean host like a party campus, at your dorm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful. And on campus, definitely don't do that shit. That's yeah. stupid. I mean, when you are hosting a party, know who's coming and know what they're bringing and set rules. I know it sounds gay, but you gotta do it. Because if you have people showing up with a bunch of weed and you didn't expect it, well, that's your fault. If you're not cool with that, well, that's your fault. And if you're doing yeah. oh. If you're doing shit for club socials, oh my god, like, y you need to make sure it's unofficial, it's just a group of friends, it's not official club social, because if you do that, like, you're honestly, like, really stupid. And even that can only carry you so far and kind of going into that sort of unofficial things, just because you have a group meeting that says unofficial on it, <laughs> doesn't mean that's how people are going to perceive that. <laughs> Like, I've seen this happen multiple times. You know, you generally want to, like... Be careful I'd be what you very say worried about saying. Don't say anything spicy in a fucking group <laughs> name. Because, you know, it's happened. Like, you might feel like you're safe. You might change your fucking picture. But people can find it out. It yeah. doesn't take a rocket scientist. Like, if you're going to be talking, like, really fucking, you know, dangerous or whatever stuff... You're going to want to do it in person, most mm -hmm. likely. And even then, be careful because people will record shit. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, it's a, just stay away from that shit on the fucking GroupMe's especially because GroupMe's is a pretty terrible app. If you can it's like avoid, next to Zoom. If you can, yeah, if you can avoid using GroupMe, use Discord. But if you have to use GroupMe for something, just don't know that what you can say can be screenshotted, and it will. If it's spicy, people will screenshot it. 
don't use your name on shit if you don't have to and um you know just don't and be careful when you're with snapchat too that's another one people think the messages disappear well some people take screenshots some people take pictures of their friend's phone of something they send you don't know that they've done that so you know just careful what you post and if you get drunk put your phone away you know have it at on, you know on you so if you're you know if you're in serious trouble you can use it but jesus christ don't post yeah. stupid shit yeah, and try to stay away from like really radical people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I've seen that happen a few times, and you know, some people who I used to you know talk to, and they end up going down these fucking rabbit holes, and now you know they're in serious shit. Yeah. Like the, the radical people can like bad influences in general are bad, but radical people especially. Like you'll see that like there's a lot of fucking radicals at Penn State, both right and left. Like you just want to be careful and just remember like well think about this i know it's hard like when you're that young because you know you're young dumb and reckless for the most part like a lot of people don't consider the possible ramifications this could have you know in the future if this got out like kind of think to yourself like hey do i want to be you know associated with this text or this group me message or this person over here who you know said or did this because mm-hmm. it's only like one fucking tweet away mm-hmm. potentially depending on what's being said. And if you see bad shit happening... Get away. Like, yeah, stay away. Leave the fucking group meme. Like, tell them, hey, I'm not cool with this behavior. I'm out. Like, don't be afraid to fucking say that. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, just just be aware of who you are. And know that there are people on campus who aren't who they say they are, who act certain ways in public and then another in private. Like, there's a lot of these sort of you know just like fake people deceitful people and just like crazy people don't trust anyone be very careful who you associate with who you're friends with who you sleep with like be very careful oh yeah yeah be very careful with who you sleep with too because i mean these days with the me too movement you never know like and i've seen this happen before where people you know get falsely accused of something Mm -hmm. and it it can you know it it can ruin your life. It can create all sorts of problems and, you know, be very expensive to deal with, especially if like nothing ever happened to you. Like the worst thing in the world is to be a, one of the worst things in the world is to be accused of something that you didn't actually do. Mm-hmm. And there's no way for you to go and prove it didn't happen. Like, especially if you had like consensual intercourse with someone, you oh, know, cause you, that's, well, yeah. If you're going to have sex, wear a fucking condom, make sure you're using birth control, whatever. Like, Oh god, don't don't get her prego. If you do, you're a piece of shit. Or just be careful for yourself too, because you know, there's a lot of diseases around. Like even Penn State, like they had some girl end up like catching AIDS one time. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was like a sorority. So I mean I'd be very careful, you know, if you're gonna be tapping sorority girl ass, you know, be very cautious. You know, you're gonna want that condom. Like even if they'll go and do whatever they will even if they're on birth control to protect your own self you don't want to get aids because that's something that you know with as much cures as they have or not preventions or prep or whatever the hell you don't want that because that's a lifetime of potential issues you're gonna have it's not something i would recommend people you know slack off on yeah when you get to camp like your first few days there like if if you have the balls and you know you're going to be doing it 
you know, some uh, risky business or if you're going to be sleeping around, like, just get a pack of condoms. It's not that hard. It's going to be all. I wouldn't trust first. the ones at Penn State either. Mm, yeah, don't use the, the free, free ones. condoms or shit. Mm. Get, a, get some trusty Trojans. Yeah, just be careful with that shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, you, you just have to be careful around there because there's just so much weird shit people do. And, like, you know, stay away from, like, don't trust fucking, like, escorts or prostitutes. <laughs> you know, I've heard some stories from some people. I never fucked with, I never did any of that, obviously. But, like, I remember I was on this, like, one website, like, Meet Me, and you'd see them advertise on there. You know, it's probably a cop. Mm-hmm. You know, just saying, if it's not a cop, it's it could have been someone, it was a cop or a fed, or could have been someone who was, like, trapped in uh what you call it human trafficking mm-hmm. so you want to stay away from all that shit and if you see that going on you call the fucking police you know spe- like i know like frat frat boys and shit will do some pretty heinous stuff with these sorts of women but you don't want to be doing that because that's another thing like even if you don't get a fucking disease from one of them which good luck you know that could always come to bite you in the ass years later mm-hmm. another thing with like, cops I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a uh, Black Lives Matter activist, but be careful around cops. Because the university police are not real cops. They're, they're, they kind of are, but they kind of aren't. And I almost got screwed by one. And they're, they're just, I don't know, something off about them. So just, uh, you know, if you can contact, like, local police for something, do that first. But, you know, especially if it's an instant off campus, but if it's on campus, like, just be careful with the on campus police. They're kind of, I don't know if they're just dumb or if they're, you know, out to get you or if they're trying to fill some quota, but they just didn't, they did not rub me the right way ever. Like, one of them even, like, yelled at me for fucking, when I was on my bike and I was, I think I was on. Oh, yeah, I didn't have a, a light on my bike at night. It's like, you know, and I was, like, literally a block away from my dorm. I was like, oh, come on, dude. I mean, he was nice to me, but it's like, they'll get you for a little... They'll try to get you on a little shit or just annoy you. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, that's just general advice. You know, be careful around police officers, because whatever you can do or say will probably be used against you in it a court will. of law. Yes, it will. So just try, like, if you want to go and talk to them or something, that's one thing. But, like, just know, be on your best behavior around them. It's like when driving, too. And that's another thing. Like, just driving around campus, like, you have to be really fucking careful because students will be on their fucking phones on the crosswalk. Mm-hmm. They don't look. They, they will, do not look. They will walk in front of the fucking car. Mm-hmm. They will put their lives in danger. It's not something, you know, I would do. It's not something I'd recommend, but just be aware and if you end up hitting one of them, even if they're Ooh. fully against it, you're probably still going to be looking at a lot of, like, a big fucking fine. Mm. Even yep. if you were completely in the right. So just try to limit driving downtown at peak times. You know, if you can, like, I always hated doing that because it, it was dangerous. Because people are dangerous and the buses over there, too. Oh, you know? Lord. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, riding those buses, like, I... I don't know, I always liked riding the buses, but you're not going to have that much room on them depending on which bus it is. And if you live off campus, some of those buses only come like once an hour, if that. So when you're going looking for off-campus housing, 
try to make sure it's one that has a bus route near you because that'll save your ass. And I'd be careful with using the, like I've never used the bike feature on those buses. Like I know you can like put the bike on the mm -hmm. front or whatever, but I think you can only, like only two people can do that. So you might be limited. Mm -hmm. I won't rely on that. And then another thing, if you're riding a bicycle, you have to have it registered at Penn State. Yeah, it's free, so, but make sure you do or else the cops will hit you on that. Yeah, that's something you don't want to have to deal with. Um, what else? Make sure, if you can, like when you live at Penn State, get your voter registration switched over there so that you don't have to go and like do an absentee ballot or drive all the way home, depending on where you're from. That's something that I learned to do. Um might be different like i don't know how it is if you're like on campus but i know like since i was technically renting that house for a full year i was fine to do that and be uh, careful of all those people that ask you to register to vote because especially if you're conservative i've heard stories that they either will throw out voter registrations or they'll mishandle them so be careful yeah, I would just do it on the computer, honestly. It's so much... You can do it for free on the computer. It's easier to do it that way. It's more secure. Like, it's only really for people who just are lazy and don't give a shit. Like, who need to be registered to vote because it's so easy. Like, or don't have access to internet. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I so... Here, I know here we do it at a... Like, a, we can do it at the courthouse. And that's usually where I... Like, like, like here in you get it done at the courthouse and then it's just like it's handled there like they're not gonna yeah. mishandle it like whereas if you're doing it with somebody some organization like you don't know where the fuck that voter registration card is gonna end up like I yeah i don't i don't take chances with that sort of shit i don't like i i'm i'm i mean i'm older too so i i I'm always looking for ways to take out the middleman, so to say. Yeah, I was going to do it on the computer. Like, if you, there's a website. When yeah. I changed my mailing address, they just, like, let me, just, like, edit my voter registration right there. So that's what I did. And, like, make sure you know, like, if you live off campus where your voting area is, because if you're on campus, I think it's different, but off campus, it varies. Like, the yep. one time. It was at like a church and the other time it was like right down the street for me. So it was, you know, just make sure you know about those things. And definitely, you know, if you're conservative vote, if you're liberal, you know, you can do what you want. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you guys to vote because you got enough of those people telling you to vote anyways. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be um, like cautious too when dealing with university officials. Like, if they ever, like, take you in to, like, question you about something, you know, that's almost one of those times where you'd probably want a fucking lawyer, because I've had friends had to deal with those fucking systems, like, where they can get really, really interesting. Like, didn't you have something like that, Sean, where you had to deal with the university officials? Yeah, I've had to report people a few times or talk about some incidents. And from my experience, if you go to the cops, it could be go anywhere if you go to university like a code of conduct or something like that it could be helpful but <sighs> code of conduct really doesn't do a lot and you really want to 
you want to talk to them mostly because they they're not gonna they're they're so worried about the victim and this and that they're not gonna screw you over that's the one good thing but they may not necessarily help you either so you know I, I i would just you know i i would be careful around the cops but a code of conduct again be careful what you say even if you are innocent of nothing to hide they can still fucking like find a way to jack you off or over for nothing so be careful but they would be the ones i would go to yeah no i feel you um what else was there? What other student shit? Um, let's see. And I kind of have some, you know, advice for the like for the branch campuses. You know, I if you're going to a branch campus, you know, I would definitely try to find one of the few clubs that actually do anything and be involved with those because most of those clubs, you know, they'll be around for like a couple weeks and they'll fucking go away. Use that as a, like if you're going to branch campus, use that as a time to go and like get as much of your gen eds done as you can i'd be careful about doing your main classes at main campus or at, at the branch campus because from what i've seen some of those like they did a lot more cool stuff at main campus some of those it was the exact same but like it, it can vary incredibly by um by that um some of the professors don't really listen to their syllabus too just in general um be aware that that might be the case and there's not really much you can do about that but you know that's why i say always use rate my professor to go and get some insight into that um what else like i always try to go meet with my advisor at, at branch campus once a semester just to go over things and i don't really like the advisors there but sometimes they can be helpful um, but you generally want to go and learn like your career plan and like learn these things. And if you can scrape that information from your advisor, that's where I do it because like add drop periods, um, you know, like requirements to graduate. You want to know this stuff. Yeah, be aware of those. And don't be afraid to drop a class because I guess the case of most places I know is case Penn State. It doesn't affect your GPA or anything. A drop is a drop. It's nothing wrong with it. Just don't. Don't, you know, <laughs> get into a class and after three exams, you're always, well, I'm not going to pass this class. After the f first two exams, if you pass them, keep going. If not, stop. Drop it. Uh, well, don't they have, like, a late drop? Like, what's the difference between the regular ad drop and, like, the late drop? The regular ad drop <sighs> is, like, during that first week of classes. Then the late one is the one a few months later. And make sure you do for the for the first exam, I mean it depends um what type of student you are, but if if you wanna make sure you get a good grade and you know if you fuck up this one exam you're never gonna do good in the classic like study as hard as you can for the first one to get a sense of what it's gonna be like. But if you know it's there are other opportunities down the road to save your grade and you're not too worried if you fuck up the first one then you don't have to study as hard but huh, you could use yeah. the first exam as a way to gauge how the professor will be yeah a lot of classes that, that i've noticed they'll have like if you drop like they'll let you drop the first exam or sort of like one exam but don't Some. that's not 
some of them will do that. Some of them will also go in like curve curve averages. Don't rely on those. But if they do tell you, I'd take that into consideration. But don't make try not to do it with your first exam. Yeah. Like that's just in general something you want to be aware of. And if there's extra credit opportunities, you know, and you're not doing so well in a class, or even if you're doing all right, it's never a bad idea to do that as long as it's not like ridiculously hard. And if it's only just I mean, one point, like some of them, I'm not going to lie, are a waste of time. But if you are struggling in the class or you get the feeling it's going to be a tough class, do them. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, definitely. I, I would go and um, do that and like reach out to the tutor system if you need to. Um, I know they have those at Penn State. I've never needed to go and use them except for I think I think the Chinese class had their own sort of tutor system there, like with that class in particular. But, you know, if you're struggling, they have it and they have free resources. I'd be careful about the pay for resources because they have a few of those. Mm -hmm. I've never used them personally, so I don't have any experience with those. But some of those almost border on the line of, like, fucking cheating from what I've seen. Like, where they'll just put up, like, the fucking answers and stuff. (laughs) I'd be um, very careful about that. Um, If you can get away with it, I wouldn't take sociology. (laughs) <laughs> in general like be aware some of these classes are just inherently politically biased if you can handle that that's fine but you know definitely something i'd look out for because i've had to deal with super liberal like really two really bad professors it was the same semester it's like a sociology and like a philosophy professor and man they were just i mean it was almost funny with the one like with a sociology professor but the philosophy one he was he just gets so annoying with that but it's definitely a thing, you know, like where they're super biased. I'd be very careful about showing your true colors if you're conservative on these classes. Like I'd weigh it if it's worth it because, you know, they they say they might be unbiased, but I'd be very cautious if that's actually true. Like if it's all like multiple choice tests, you might be fine. But if there's certain things where, you know, their bias could leak, then I'd be very cautious about that. Yeah, and I I will, because uh, we're going to have to close out here soon, but in terms of the liberal bias, it is apparent at any university, I don't care anybody tells you, I've yet to find a conservative professor, but if you are going to speak up for your conservative beliefs, I'm not going to lie, don't be afraid to do it, but if you're going to do it, be smart about it. That is, if you if what, if what you can back up what you're going to say, you're going to be fine. If you can't back it up, you're going to screw yourself over. And if the professor does show bias in your grading, report it. I mean, tell somebody about it, complain. You can... You can get something done about it. You can raise hell. You can, if not, go to campus reform. Go to these other things and become a fucking martyr. And then they'll do something about it. Because a university hates more than anything is bad press. They hate bad PR. So if you're going to be conservative, you're going to speak out, just be smart about it. Be a good student and be careful for what you say. Back it up and you'll be fine. It's There's a little bit of a phobia around it that's unnecessary. But at the same time just don't be stupid about it i'd be i don't know how much the actual university give a shit about that i mean maybe i mean you've probably had more experience but like uh, they always seem like the type that will um, probably not give a shit 
It's in like, Octu, but you know, if like I said, if you raise hell about it, they're gonna start caring because they don't want it to blow up and look bad. Well, that's another thing too. Is I try to go and write whatever essays you can as uh, objectively as possible to avoid that sort of behavior from the professors. Because you know, if you show bias there, they'll find something they can go. They, like if they have a particular belief system, they might go and use that as a way to get at you. Well, it's getting late. We're almost at three o'clock now. We've been streaming for three and a half hours, so we're gonna go out for tonight. But we'll be back at some point for another Real News Quarantine. Thank you for listening to this episode of Real News Quarantine. Um, hope we gave some helpful advice to anybody listening. We actually had a new uh, listener in the chat, Michael Spannenberg. Uh, he was asking, where's the campus? Sorry, couldn't find it. I was trying, uh, but we couldn't find it. But maybe we'll find it next time. So tune in next time. We're going to look for the campus again. Thank you, everyone, and have a nice night. Stay safe and wash your hands.